This is exactly right. <sighs> We're finally doing a live I Said No Gifts, and I'm inviting you. This thing is going to be wonderful. Some very special guests, gift giveaways, and I'll probably get a haircut the day before so I look really nice. It's June 26th at Dynasty Typewriter, right here in gorgeous Los Angeles, California. That's right, Los Angeles, the home of several Target stores. And if you can't be in LA, we'll also be live streaming the whole show. Tickets are very limited, so go to DynastyTypewriter.com as soon as possible. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is presence enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey me Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. Oh, it's it's actually completely dark outside. We're in the backyard. The big news is I've recently regained control of my uh, jaw and just face in general. Uh, I'm I know I I talk about the dentist a lot on this podcast, but uh, I've recently had a lot of Novocaine kind of pumped into my face, and it became worrisome after about five hours. I wasn't sure that I would be able to uh, feel the left side of my face again, but here we are. I've got complete control, new lease on life. Let's do the podcast. I'm so excited about today's guest. So funny. It's Ben Schwartz. Hi, congrats on your job. Thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And you would never be able to tell. (laughs) <laughs> For real. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want. If people could tell, I would I would have to shut myself Nobody up for Nobody would be able to tell. You look great. You sound great. It was... Uh, when was the last time you had Novocaine? Um, that's in my, in my mouth? Mm-hmm. Is that the only place that Novocaine exists, you think? That's a good question. Why doesn't it exist elsewhere? You only hear about it with... Some sort of anesthetic would be... It would be some sort of different thing. Right, to, right. Um, I guess it would have to... Have, I don't remember... I don't remember when it would be. It's it's probably because you didn't have a cavity. You haven't had a cavity as an adult. Oh, I got I had to get a crown. That's where it was. Oh, I remember exactly what happened. Right. And by the way, and this is how it happened. I had a cavity. I was with Gil Ozeri, uh, one of the funniest people Such in the world. Such a funny person. Truly, one of the, if not the funniest person in the world. And I had a cavity that was filled. And he gave me a fucking, um, not a Jolly Rancher. He gave me one of the can Now and later. Oh, No. And he gave me an hour later, and I hadn't had one since I was a kid. And I chewed on it, and when I went up, the the cavity came out, and but it didn't hurt. I was like, "Oh, that's fine." And then I started chewing. And every time I chewed, it would hurt. Uh-huh. And I said, "I think something's wrong." And they go, "You might need a root canal, but you may not." I, so I went to the root canal person. I can't believe this is what we're talking about. <laughs> well, is this the podcast? The listeners like, I cannot believe dentistry is back on the podcast. Well, you love it. Everybody's I talking love it. about. We can all talk about dentistry. Anyway, I think there's either crack in my tooth or I got a crown. Got the crown in. They had to do Novocaine. And the worst part was the Novocaine is incredibly painful when they jab that in there oh, and go nuts. Oh, and it feels like it takes forever to be... Forever. To fill the juice of your One gums. time they did it to me and it didn't fill up. And uh, 
I just I, I, and they did it anyway, and it was very painful, but uh-huh. it was fun. But we did the Novocaine the second time to do the Crown, and um, the Crown is in there, and every time I chew, it still hurts. But I just don't want to go through it again. So this is what it is. No, I'm going through some. I have a chewing thing that my former dentist, who I've now left in the dust, caused some permanent problem that I'm What's kind of just his or her name. With. I would love to say that I can't. I would love nothing. What more. part of town? Burbank. Okay. I'm just. We all know who you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we all else. know. We got it, Bridger. We understand. Uh, but this Novocaine, usually I can kind of feel what's going on if they're doing some work in my mouth with Novocaine. This time felt absolutely nothing, which I loved initially. And then? Five hours later, I'm panicking. I couldn't, I tried to put in uh, my AirPods. Uh, oh, could yes. not feel my ear. Yes, I had that also. It's, it, it affects all parts of your uh, body for Horrifying. a while. Yeah, yeah, terrifying. And I was, you know, I have a little drool too. Drool everywhere. And I'm on Zoom for work and everyone's looking. Well, let's be honest. Everyone's looking at their own face. You can yeah, yeah, get yeah, away yeah. with murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we build a story in our head. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> looking how a disgusting drool always. <laughs> right? Of course. But uh, yeah, I just kind of silently suffered for, well, no, I actually complained to all of my coworkers as well. Very uh, cool. So everyone was aware of this situation, but. Ultimately, it went away and it was such a relief. I thought you were doing a bit at the beginning because you looked away from me. You looked up to the sky <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess he does a character kind of type thing. <laughs> you looked up to the sky and you go, no, like, well, I got a regained. No joke. I was certain this was a sketch. I regained function in my So I was like, oh, I guess this podcast, you do mostly a character. It's very narrative driven. <laughs> oh, my God. And because you looked up as if you were doing a soliloquy towards the heavens. My jaw. Uh, I can feel it. I know you guys don't want to. I was like, oh, this is a funny bit. But this is you. This is me. And but what if I had looked you in the eye and told that story? I would have thought it was real. <laughs> the fact, <laughs> but that, you would have also been probably frightened. Why is he looking me in the eye and just talking? That's true. That's true. I get it. It was just like it almost looked like, like it looked like a character. It looked like an <laughs> actor about to go on stage, and the second record was hit, you looked up, you hit your mark, and you and you became your character of Bridger, <laughs> the podcast host. Well, I mean, that's essentially what happened. Do you have a middle name? Eric. Eric. Is there always an E-R in all your names? What's your last name? uh, A-R, Weiniger. Okay, so it's not all. Yeah, E-R, E-R, A-R. Okay, fantastic. Emergency room, emergency room, augmented reality. Nice. There we go. go. My initials are B-J or B-S or B-Js. So as a kid, there was always, people could make fun of Of any version of my name. What's your middle name? Joel James. Oh my God, you're so close. Think more Jewish. Um, No, that's not fair to me. Think more Jewish and um, a musical. Uh, With like a Joseph. really... There you go. Joseph, yes. Benjamin Joseph Schwartz. Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice solid name. I really uh, am happy with the name my parents chose. Yeah, just solid names all around. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. you ever toy with the idea of doing a middle name, going by your middle name? Never. And also, I knew some people coming up that had my last name as Schwartz and changed it because they didn't want it to be Schwartz. And, didn't, and uh, I was talking to someone once and uh, she was a lovely woman. And then she was talking to me and she's like, yeah, I had to change my last name. And I go, She didn't know my last name. And uh, I was like, oh, what was it? She goes, Schwartz. I go, that is my last name. And there was like a record scratch moment of how, like, she's like, oh, um, huh. Um, and I was like, I have no problem. It doesn't seem like a problem. She goes, right. oh, yeah, I just need to get away from it. And I was like, well, okay. get away from it. <laughs> I'm putting words in her mouth. <laughs> Do you know what she changed her last name to? Is it okay to talk about it? I don't know what she had a last name to. I believe I believe she was both Jewish and I think 
Latina, so I think she probably pushed more towards the oh, other okay, side. Sure, of her, sure. Maybe she did her uh, maiden, her mom's maiden name or something like that. Right. Maybe. I, I wouldn't mind switching my last name now. Oh, I'm giving you the opportunity yeah, right just now. Late in life. What do you last want? Name do change. it now. I mean, I think I may have actually thought about this before, like the tornado. Um, Sorry? Bridger Tornado. You want your last name to be Tornado? Why not? I love it. Bridger What's your pitch? Eric Tornado? Yes. Bet. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's great for so many different reasons. It's great. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Last names are tricky. I uh, I don't know. I You look up towards the heavens again. Last <laughs> names are tricky. You do another soliloquy. <laughs> Trying to think of some other thing that could possibly be a last name. <laughs> I can't think of a single actual last name. Oh, yeah. Oh, my favorite. When you write scripts, you just have to worry about first names. Oh, when not When you ever me. have to worry. Oh, really? I love coming up with names. I never... I, in all, I've, I've written many scripts, and unless there's a moment where someone has to say someone's full name, you will never know someone's full name. <laughs> it's so much fun to think of last names. I literally am writing a TV show right now that I've done two episodes for, and the lead character still doesn't have a last name. Eventually, that's going to come up. The show will become a show, and then like nine episodes in, you'll be like, we don't have a last name for the driver. We have to see the driver's license. What's their last name? And then it's just blurred. <laughs> <laughs> like it's you never see the last name. That's a good mystery. And then there's like a reveal that it's like, you know, some incredibly famous last name. <laughs> Cruz. It's Cruz. Uh, C-R-U-Z and it's Penelope's it's kid. It's Penelope's son. Yeah. Didn't Penelope and Tom date at some point? Penelope's last name was Schwartz. It was the person that I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, Penelope of course. She of changed course. her last name to Cruz. <laughs> Penelope and Tom Cruise? I think they may have dated at one point. Wow. Is that true, Annalise? Annalise is shaking their head. Annalise, is there a lot of juicy gossip on this show? This does is Bri- pure gossip. Down- okay, this is gossip. just nonstop dripping gossip. with juicy G's. <laughs> just the tea everywhere. Wow. Are you a big gossip person? No, I don't. I don't like it. You don't like it at all. I don't love it. I don't love. <laughs> I don't love God. Oh, you know that's not true. I love hearing it, but I'm. I'm not good at spreading it. Right. I'm and always I'm- afraid that the person I'm talking about will be right behind me. <laughs> it happened once, and I was mortified, and I was like, the feeling of Oof. talking anything about someone, and then. Thinking like there's so much anxiety, me like hurting anybody's feelings. I never want to hurt anybody's feelings. So it's like that will haunt me. There's no coming back from somebody hearing you talking about them. It's, I mean, how do you reverse that? And and then the rest of your life, anytime you say anything about anyone, even if it's positive, you're afraid that they're right. (laughs) Of course. Always. But I do, I, I'm on the same page as far as I love to hear gossip. Oh my God. Do you want to hear a great one? <laughs> Can you imagine I do that whole thing and then I throw it out? You've just got some horrible secrets <laughs> yeah. to share about Oh my someone. God. Jesus, I have so much thing. Do you want to throw some uh, juicy G's <laughs> down right now? I wish I could. I, I remember there was a period during the pandemic when we really didn't have any communication with each other. and Not you and I, you're talking about the world. The world. And you and me, let's be honest. That's true. We, we had zero communication. communication. Zero. Uh, I wonder what happens after today. I know. Will yeah. it continue? Will it just be... Nobody knows for sure. Right, we'll see. But uh, there was like that period when you really didn't see anybody at all, so you weren't getting any gossip. Right. And occasionally I would have somebody come over to the house, and it really felt like we were living in the prairie. Like the news would come <laughs> and be like, oh, share whatever you have. <laughs> so I really appreciate gossip. I love now. that. Sure, I get it. Do you follow Dumois? What's Dumois? It's a kind of gossip thing on Instagram that's no. like... It's a very strange... Do you know what I did? I follow so many... So Twitter, Twitter's a thing, or used to be a thing. Oof. Do you remember Twitter? Uh, I think today Elon took over. Is that true? I think. If this gets in the way of my live tweeting of Game of Thrones. This is going to be very <laughs> upsetting. I'm so close to finishing. I'd be so bummed out. Um, but 
on Twitter, I like follow a bunch of people just because I've been on it since it's so right. long for a long time. Follow a lot of people and I spent so much time there that when Instagram came out, I just made sure I don't follow. I follow like 70 people. I follow like oh, nobody. Sure, sure. And then I just stopped following people. Right, right. Because I can't spend so much of my life on Twitter and then again on Instagram. Right. And TikTok is like, I can't even dream. Are you on TikTok? I am on TikTok. Are you an active user of TikTok? I'm not. Okay. I think I'm an active user of Twitter still. And I, I've learned that nobody cares about Twitter anymore. It's horrible. Although Elon, I'm, now you're talking about Elon <laughs> coming in today. Um, but and then Instagram. And also, I don't even know what Twitter will be like now. But and then Instagram, I was I like love the idea of Instagram. And then um, I just can't. I'm just, I get lost. I get like... I just, not addicted, but it's just like, when I'm writing, I always need something to not write. And it's just right, right there always. Of course. Yeah. Of course. It's an, an endless feed. What's your favorite one? I, I I don't know that I would use the word favorite for any of these <laughs> services. That feels... What's the service that you find yourself I'm on, on the Instagram. The, I was on Twitter for a long time. And like that's how I started my career in comedy, all this. And then really? It became, yeah. What, uh, can you, you've probably talked about it so many times. Can you tell me specifically what it was that you're like, this is the thing that at the beginning kind of people found out who I was? Uh, I mean, I got my first job through it because Jimmy Kimmel found me on it. On Twitter? Offered me a job, yes. This is amazing. God bless. Megan Amram, I think, got Parks because she was on Twitter. Probably. I think, I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's that was, was part very, of her yeah, yeah, journey. Yeah. But like Twitter like was a for a while a way for people in comedy to get jobs. I mean, it's words. You yeah. prove that you are you can make words. But now it just feels bad. It's very and... different. Everything's very different. Yes. It all feels like it's we're all we're all losing. Right. Yeah, I I stopped tweeting a few years ago, but so I go on about once a week and say, here's the podcast. Oh, people hate. Smart. I mean, people love, you know, self-promotion. Was it jokes really that you were doing? To that. Yeah. Oh, God. Just jokes, jokes, That's jokes. I started by doing a rejected joke every day. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah. it was fun at some point. Yeah, it was or great. it seemed fun. But now it's know. like everybody's plugged into the matrix. It's very, it's like uh, everybody has a lot of power. Or some people who shouldn't have a lot of power have a lot of power. Uh-huh. And have, are influencing others to not be great. Right. We're living in a great... We're living in the best possible time. Yeah. The absolute best possible time. What do you think happens time? when you pass away? Uh, you know, real answer. Th- that's a good question. My boyfriend's dad. Yeah. Uh, described. What's your it, boyfriend's name? Or are you allowed to uh, talk Jim. About? Yes. Does he, he live here? Yeah, but he's in New York right now. Oh, what part of New York? He's living in uh, East Village. What the exact address? If people want to visit him. <laughs> if people want to visit Jim, what's the exact address? How long is he going to be there uh, for? He's coming back soon to do a movie. Actually, which is exciting. Is he an actor? He's an actor. Do I know him? You don't know him. As a friend, I mean, like if I uh, ran into him? No, like he was on Broadway him. for a long time. What did he play on Broadway? Oh my God. Every, he's fr- going to go wild right now. He's, oh, okay, he's done everything. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> I can't wait. I do love He's done Broadway. so many Broadway shows. He he did Full Monty. He's oh, wow. He's done Billy Elliot, he's Phantom. He's loving this. Oh my God. Who did he play in Phantom? Uh, see, this is my problem. You I'm very care. bad with uh, musical theater. You just say you don't care. He played the guy, kind of clowny. If you say the Phantom... <laughs> this is he played, he, played, he played the guy with the half a mask that's on his face that's dropping Bridget, chandeliers that's yeah that's 100% the Phantom of the Opera uh, but he was just in Guys and Dolls at the Kennedy Center who do you play in Guys and Dolls? Harry the Horse oh great who was yeah. played by in the movie Tom Petty wow uh, oh really? I think so I didn't know Tom Petty had a screen no no, no 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 Tom Petty's an actor not, uh, not your Tom Petty there's another Tom Petty. I think it's P E D I. I think. Oh, someone's got to put someone a stop Google to that. that. If I just nailed that, I'll lose my mind. Petty like a uh, Manny Petty. That's right. Interesting. That's correct. Jim. How? What's Jim's last name? Smagula. Oh, what a great. Can last you imagine name. a better last name? Oh my god, I love that last name. Yeah, it's a very good last name. Smagula. But uh, 
yeah, the reason we're talking about Jim right now is because his the way his dad described death to him okay. was, do you remember uh, what it was like before you were born? Oh, right. which is not it's cheating. It's not ideal, <laughs> but it's it's kind of comforting to be like, oh yeah, I don't remember existing then. So I guess there's uh, a lot. To, are you a religious person? I'm not. Is Jim I, a religious person? No. Is he, Jim's dad a religious person? Yes. <laughs> uh, very Catholic. Uh, I think went to in-person church the entire pandemic. Wow. God bless him. And I guess God took care of him. Uh, yeah. He didn't get COVID, did he? Yeah. And he recently uh, uh, got over cancer. Congratulations, Paul. Oh, that's Paul. great. Uh, but what are we... Oh, yeah. Congrats, Paul. Are you if you're listening, Paul, congrats. <laughs> Paul I'm, is not listening. Well, you never know, um, uh, Paul. I think this is probably. I think he's a. I think he's a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan, so he's probably. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's a Sonic head. Yeah, he's a Sonic head. A lot of people call him metalheads. Um, <laughs> was it Tom Petty? Oh my God! But P E D I. I can't believe I know that's that. a really good poll. I can't believe that. Have you uh, done any Broadway? N- uh, no. You could. There were conversations, not Broadway. Come on, but now you I'm could just, easily because you're now at a level that people my, know who you are. Yeah, you're like Broadway loves and like a TV yeah, film they actor. Want like a, they want like a come on, baby, bring down fucking uh, Pam Melissa Anderson. Joan Hart. Yeah, both of us <laughs> we can only think of '90s. <laughs> um, like you know, I don't know. I, I feel like that's. I don't in your know future. if my voice could hold up for. The amount of singing a Broadway thing takes. I'm oh, almost certain it can't. You're you're selling yourself short. No, because I think uh all I've done voiceover, I've probably done like three hundred episodes of animation stuff right. and Sonic, and I think I've destroyed my vocal cords. <laughs> so I I can do the job, but I don't I don't think if I had to sing every night and blast every night, like right. really sing. First of all, that's how little I I sing. I bla- I just said blast every <laughs> no, night. That's the technical Jim term. is gonna be very upset at me. Um, uh, when I'm really out there blasting that audience, um, I don't know if my voice could hold up. Even when I was doing After Party, which you wrote on, right? Um, I uh, like doing the song over and over and over again. I was like, oh, how do people do this every night? Like, uh, like you know, sing huge ballads. Like Phantom's a huge role it's for two. It's such a physical thing, and yeah, Broadway. Like you're doing it ten shows a week or something. I think it's eight, 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 eight or nine. Okay, what am I saying? Ten. It's like they don't have. They Where don't are you do from? Where are you from? Utah. Oh my God! Really? Yes. And you're not religious? Uh, my family—I was raised Mormon. Oh, so God, that explains why I'm no longer religious. I love all this. <laughs> Is your family accepting of you? And oh, Jim? they're lovely. Oh, I can't. My parents I can't have been so lovely about it. What are their names? Uh, Debbie and Drew. Debbie and Drew. You think they're listening? No. Uh, <laughs> my mom occasionally listens. I think my mom. I actually, I think you're gonna be surprised. They're enormous Ducktales fans, so I'm pretty certain. Uh, my Debbie mom and loves Drew. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Oh my god, she's a huge fan of those old Carl Barks books. Um, <laughs> Debbie, Drew. Uh, my name is Ben. I, I, uh, I act and write, but also I'm sitting with Bridger. He's doing a wonderful. Thank job. you for this endorsement. Of course. Oh my goodness. I don't know that my dad's ever listened. I think my mom thinks there's probably too much swearing. There's not that much swearing on this we podcast. We haven't sweared once, I don't think. Usually there's some swearing. Okay, maybe uh, we swear. But it's not that. It's never been an explicit podcast. Is a thing with just uh, my ignorance of, of right? Is it Mormonism or being Mormon? Mormonism. More if uh, ignorance yeah. of Mormonism. Is it that cursing is kind of frowned upon? Frowned upon completely. Is it in the religious text or no? That's a good question. I don't know that it's like necessary. Or just be proper and present yourself in a nice way. Right. I don't think that there's ever like, because they use the Bible, they use the Book of Mormon. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. that there's like a scripture that's like, don't swear. Right, right, right. That would be weird. I don't know if swearing was a thing existed back Existed in any of those time periods. Well, definitely. How old were you when you said this isn't for me? Like 20. 
But it was a long, long road out. Was it very nerve-wracking for you to tell your... It must have been terrifying. I didn't tell him for a very long time. My mom eventually asked me about it, and I shared with her, and it was, like, kind of heartbreaking. Is this what the podcast is? Because I'm this, loving it. This podcast is anything Bridger says. Okay. Great. Anything Ben says. Great. Can be in the podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm Anytime you say something interesting, I want to learn more. <laughs> Because this is my first I'm, time I'm, but meeting I, you. But I feel like we have to learn about you, too. Who cares? That's my job as Who a host. Who cares? Uh, I do. This That's is why I invited part. you over. People are more interested in you. That's if absolutely on, not What true. episode number do you think this is? Uh, like 140? 140 episodes? Can you and they don't know doing that, that many episodes of a They podcast? don't know that Jim played the Phantom in Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> they may have, They may know at this point. Okay. I and mean, do they know Debbie and Drew's name? Or we that's just, a, I think this is a reveal. A this is a podcast gossip. exclusive. That's This is your brand of gossip. Talking about people's parents' <laughs> names. But like uh, building you up and making sure you look good in everybody's eyes. <laughs> my brand of gossip is like, oh my God, Bridger has been doing great. I hope his parents are happy with him. He's really presenting himself in a lovely way. He's writing for great things. Uh, that's Jim very Mormon nice. gossip. Oh, yeah. It's just a friendly, positive attitude. Is that the name of this show? <laughs> Mormon gossip? If, uh, friendly gossip. Yeah. What are your parents' names? My parents' names are Mike and Joan. Michael and Joan. Oh, Joan was a nice. Bronx school teacher for 50 years. What did she teach? She taught music, which is why I oh, love musicals, why I love right, singing and right. all that stuff. We had a piano in the house, uh, which was, you know, huge when growing up. And then my dad, man, it's so funny because I've talked about my dad. I, I'm very close to my family. I have a sister also and I'm very close to my family and like I talk to my dad every day. Okay. Still like I, he's like, uh, I didn't say my mom talked to her a ton, but um, I always mess up the path of his like what his work was because one time I listened to a podcast and he's like, you're getting it all wrong. And I was like, <laughs> really? Because my dad's like a Bronx Jewish guy. So it was like, I was like, really? He's like, yeah. Um, And so, but he started, <laughs> I'm going to fuck it up, but oh, I'm going to mess it up. Sorry, Debbie. Debbie's furious. She turned Debbie. off the show. Oh, Debbie. We lost a listener. Debbie, I'll I'll get you back. Okay. Um, he started off uh, working uh, uh, as the director of the YMHA, which is the Jewish version of the YMCA. Okay. Uh, and he worked uh, he worked his way up there, where he was like really uh, helping out with all sorts of stuff there, and helping out with mental health, and becoming uh, you know like helping out with social work stuff. And then uh, as we as as his Life went on. Uh, he became. He got more into real estate and and stuff like that. Right. But the ideals of helping others were instilled in us very early, which is also sure. kind of a attribute with a lot of uh, people who may be Jewish. The idea of like the goal is to try to help right. others. And stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. So your parents are doing good things. They're both doing. Gr- they're both doing very lovely. Things. Oh, I'm falling in love with them. What does your sister do? You would fucking. I would get along with them very well. I can tell. You would love my parents. My mom was also my uh, an elementary school teacher. Come on. What did she teach? Kinder- Debbie? Kindergarten. Yes. Now, is Mormon kindergarten different than my kindergarten? No. It, it was public school. So, That's what I went to. Uh, but like Utah public school, there is definitely Mormon influence because there are so many Mormons. Can I tell you a story? I would love to hear a story. I've been to Utah w- once. For what? Went to Salt Lake City for a... I think I went to a Comic-Con convention, but I wasn't in it. A friend of mine was in it, someone who was great. And they said, do you want to come along? And I came along. And then we said, uh, and then this person was like, do you want to go see the, um, we should go to the Tabernacle. Oh, sure, sure. So we went to the Tabernacle. All right. And listened to people singing. It was gorgeous. The Tabernacle Choir, they're world class. Is the is the place called the Tabernacle? Yeah, it's the Tabernacle. It. Okay. it was great. It was many years ago. Many, many were years ago. Were you there like around the holidays or what were they performing? Sorry. Uh, I don't know. 
Oh, well, what an interesting trip to Salt Lake. Did you enjoy the city in general? We, I remember going out afterwards. I might have been by myself. No, I was with somebody, and then and then we're like, let's go get a drink somewhere. Like, and it, do, oh boy, it didn't good exist. Luck. Yeah, after yeah, liquor certain, laws are insane. There. I think it was after a certain time it it stopped happening. Right? Yeah, the liquor laws in Utah are baffling because it's just like a weird Mormon control thing. But Mormons don't drink, so it's just like. Let the non-Mormons do whatever they want. That's so funny. I don't, I'm not a big drinker, so I was like, oh. But then it's like, I think food e- ended really early also. You're like, you're encouraged to stay inside at night, is what it felt like. <laughs> yes. Is that And correct? there are like rules of with, like when you order drinks, like you have to also order, and this could be wrong. I can't, I haven't paid that well, much just, attention. You're to, making this up. But Keep you going? could basically, like you have to order food in order to get a drink. And oh. they have a, like, they have like a curtain they put, they cover the liquor with. Like this so, people amazing. Can't see it. So it's like a little magic trick when you want to drink. I guess. Wow. Like a, a very annoying magic trick. Do you find that you drink a lot? Or you? A, I don't you... drink at all. Zero. I, I like maybe a case. Like if I'm at a holiday party. What about if Jim is star in Jim's final Phantom, and they want to celebrate? You two want to celebrate? I just want to get wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle it. Uh, no, like if I'm at a Christmas party and someone's like, "Do you want to drink?" I'll have a little something, but. Growing up, like having grown up in that atmosphere, I just no interest. Yeah, my parents didn't drink. My dad doesn't drink at all. My mom very rarely. Right. So it wasn't. It wasn't like a thing that whatever. So like when I got to college or high school, it was like people were drinking in high school, and then when I was college, it was like we all went bananas. Of course. And then when I was done with college, I was like, I don't need to do this. (laughs) I'm like, I've done it a lot. And then like, but I feel like when you do comedy, when I was doing improv. Everybody would go to a place called McMahon. Did you do Upright Citizens Brigade? Uh, I, I took 101 in LA. Who was your teacher? Uh, Dave Tooney. Tooney, okay. So Wonderful recently? person. This was eight, eight or nine years ago. What was that? There's a wolf there. I hear movement. Does everyone hear that movement? Yeah, there's something right there. You see an animal? Oh, it might be someone on the other side of the wall, maybe. Oh, okay, maybe there's somebody over there. I hope that there's not a coyote just... Oh, no, it's somebody. It's a human. Okay, maybe it's oh, do my you not neighbor. Do this at night? Are we disturbing someone? We're not disturbing anybody. <laughs> if casual conversation is a disturbance, and it was right over here, it's my wonderful neighbor, Ryan. You like Ryan? I love Ryan and Katie. Maybe it's not. It that could be a dangerous That noise is animal. ominous. Oh my God, get this on the podcast. Do you want to go over there? I'm terrified now. Maybe I'll go take a peek. I'm going to step How long a cord do you have? Wait, you could take oh, it. Go, I'm going to feed you. Take a... Ryan? Katie? Okay, I'm going to take you through this. He's going closer towards the nose. It was very scary because it's something rubbing against the fence. How strange. And then and then it made a bunch of noises and then it rubbed <laughs> against the fence. So it could be on this side of the fence. Bridger is acting, Bridger's acting very cool, but I'm going to tell you, his <laughs> the way he's walking, you could tell he's terrified. I wonder if it was, it must have been a squirrel. No way. It was way too big of a sound. Maybe a possum. Do you want to do something about it? Uh, there's nothing I can do at this point. We do have. I, uh, do you want to tell we Ryan have that there's a come and tear things up all the time? Maybe it could be a raccoon. Yeah, it could easily be a raccoon. Uh, but that's it's a little frightening to hear just kind of a rustling. It was rustling and then a pushing against right. something. It was like the push was the scary thing for me. And it didn't seem scared of us at all. Is what all those sounds sounded like. Right for something to come that close this early in the evening is uh, that that's an animal that doesn't care no it's uh, um, i would think of how much noise it made that it had to be it's something still there it's probably just waiting what do you think it is it's it's gotta be i still think it's a squirrel hold up is it in the tree it might be a possum in the tree do you think ben is now investigating he's got his light out 
We're all going. <laughs> we're walking. Is that it? No. Tree. Do you see something up there? There's something, definitely something here. Oh, I'm, you hear it? Bridget, what a, what a wonderful what way for us to bond. Here? Don't you feel like Do you, you were Did you see something move up there? No, I thought... Hold on. It could be anything. It's fucking spooky season also, which is the craziest <laughs> thing. Sorry, Debbie. <laughs> I think it might have... Hey, Bear. <laughs> if there's something up there, it's... Hey, Bear. <laughs> You ever see Alone, the TV show Alone? No. What? Oh, I've been wanting to watch that so there, bad. Whenever there's like a bear around, they go, hey, bear. <laughs> hey, bear. Are there bears up here? I I feel like I just read about somebody seeing a bear in LA, in Eagle Rock, I think. We're really close to Eagle Rock. If there's a bear, in the, oh, now there's a scream coming. <laughs> the noises that are happening in this neighborhood this right terrifying. now are really the opposite of what's usually happening. Okay, usually let's, I guess, do we continue and then if something happens, we figure it out on the day? I think we figure I it out I love to say on, on the, the day. day in the real, I think it's a very funny bit to say on the day in real world things. I mean, Ben, this is probably a, you're obviously trying to distract. Uh, what were we talking about? Well, I think there's Game something that we do need to talk about. You agreed to be on this podcast uh, recently, and I was so excited. I this is embarrassing. Been so wonderful. This yeah. will be a great time. We'll get to know each other. Maybe I'll. I think we have also. Yeah, we have. Uh, which is upsetting uh, because the podcast is called "I Said No Gifts," right? And you show up at my house. I know. Uh, holding a bag. Right. Is that a gift for me? I feel like things have been going so well. Right. If I introduce this gift to things, does it change the tide? I mean, I think the tide, the tide has already been changed. If I've already, I think the if moment I, I laid eyes on you, the tide changed. I've been, right. I've, I've uh, been tamping down some feelings. You've been thinking about it the whole time. Hey, right. I tried to hide a little bit because you did say no gifts, but I did bring you a gift. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know what your game is, but do you want me to open it here on the show? Is that okay? Or I don't know that we have any other choice at this point. If you don't want it, you don't. If you don't want it, you don't have to. If it's a big deal, you don't have to take it. <laughs> I mean, it is a big deal. Then but don't worry about it. I also, I'll take it home. Someone <laughs> else will run on the way home. That bear won, probably. I think of myself as somebody who likes to accept a challenge. Uh, don't call a gift a challenge. And this feels like a definite challenge to my authority. Okay, I wasn't trying to do that. I think to alleviate the tension, I'll give you. Should we just? I think yeah, and we'll just see what happens. Apologize, by the way. I appreciate an apology. I don't know that's going to repair anything. There's but... two things in. Okay, it might have been three things. It matters what I. It Does it matters. matter like what order I take them out in? Yeah, take the go down without looking and okay. grab the softest thing first. Okay, I feel something soft. I would guess it's a pair of mittens without looking. Very close. Oh wait, these are, these are very tasteful. Oh, they're Millhouse socks. Yes, I'm a big fan of Millhouse. Oh, these are great. Those are everything's coming up Millhouse. Why did you give these to me? They don't fit me, but I'm certain they they'll look pretty fit you. T- <laughs> they look like they fit your 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 little tiny fucking feet. So I these figured guys. it might work. What size are you for? Five? I'm, I'm a size 15. Oh wow, kids? So <laughs> baby, baby, 15, 15 months. Infant. I'm 15 months. <laughs> Uh, uh, what size are these? I don't know. This is the tiniest pair of socks I've ever seen. I, I can't wait for you to try them on. They're very By the way, you have beautiful style. I love your shoes oh, and you I love your socks. Uh, I appreciate combo. that. Uh, 
I've been in need of some new socks. There I've, you go. I can't play for the quality of them, they but feel they soft. looked very nice. Uh, did you? So I assume you ordered these online for yourself. No, someone gave them to okay, me. Okay, someone gave them to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, now it's yours. But and they the, say they say one of my favorite phrases in all of Simpsons, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Right. Which is everything's coming up, Millhouse. And um, which is in my voicemail is I got, I did an episode of The Simpsons and the right. wonderful person who was playing Millhouse is passing by. I was like, I'm so sorry. Do you mind doing my outgoing message? That's incredible. It's great. Who voices Millhouse? It's Pamela Hayden. Oh, fantastic. I know exactly who that is. She's great. She's so good. She plays a ton of uh, different, I wonder how you get to your voicemail. That cast is just wonderful. Oh my God. Who did you voice in The Simpsons? I voiced a someone that worked at like a Whole Foods, like that type of person with like big loop earrings and oh, stuff like that. Sure, sure. It was only like a couple. It was one scene. I was really hoping to get that, but it was a it was a while ago. Right, but you could easily be another character in the show at some oh, point. Oh, please, Matt Selman, if you're listening, who I love, I actually love. Very Matt funny Selman. person. Great funny person. Um, speaking of ear, like, are we talking about gauged ears? Tell me what that means. Do you remember the the trend when people like? Uh, we're gauging there as you would put in a Yes, that's exactly and you keep oh, growing okay. it. That character, the animated character I played, had those big loop yes. Right. That kind of fell by the wayside. That was a real thing for a while. And then what happened? It's, it feels did like you somebody, ever get a cool did you ever get a cool fad thing? Never had a cool fad thing at all. Okay. I think the closest I came was like a bowl cut in seventh grade. What do you call your haircut now? I would call this just uh yeah, do it. Do, what are you yeah. going to say? No, no, no. What are you going to say? You're about to say a word and I, we're unsure. I, I, I wouldn't say even... It. I just tell my barber the same thing as last time. You go to a barber? I go to a barber. What's your barber's name? Sid. <laughs> Do you go to a barber? I go to... There's a wonderful woman named Abby who, when I came here, one of the first movies I did here was called Coffee Town. Uh, Brad Copeland, who was a writer on Arrested Development, wrote it. And uh, this wonderful woman, Abby Roll, did my hair. And uh, I was like, can you just, for the movie, and I go, can you just cut my hair in real life? She goes, sure. So then I go to her and That's give great. her some money. And, and she's the nicest person. And I've been friends with her for over a decade. And so, wow, that's so I get so to lovely. text her and be like, hey, sometime next week. And she tells me when she's available. And, <laughs> and do you it. go to her house or where is she cutting her hair? It matters. At the beginning, you went to her apartment. Okay. And then, um, then I went to, she has like, she used to work at a, she used to work, I believe, at a salon. Okay. And now she just rents one of the things uh, if she needs it to cut right, hair for the, the day. Booth, the yeah, booth. Yeah, yeah. She thing. has like a little section for right. herself and it's great. I go to Sid. He's in Los Feliz. He's okay. great. Excellent yeah. haircutter. How long have you been going to him? I've been, well, I was going to his former business partner, Sean, uh, before that. Then Sean moved to Detroit. Sid moved in. So with Sid, uh, two or three years. Okay. And how do we feel? I really like He's it. He's doing a great job. He's uh, probably popping a one on the sides, a two on the sides. Uh, I've I've gone down to a one recently. Wow, it looks and good. It allows some time to grow out, that sort of. Come thing. on, what are we doing here? We're trying to save money. <laughs> you can do a two. You're going to come back a week earlier. You know no, what I mean? Absolutely not. What are we doing? You know what I would love is a haircut subscription service where you pay oh. however much money a month, yeah. and you get as many haircuts a month as you want. Do you know this is a great? This is a great thing for me i only get one haircut every month and a half i go every six weeks as well that's it i don't think i don't want to i like i like when my hair gets big and then i like when i'm like oh god i gotta cut it <laughs> and then i hate i'm not not with abby but like usually when my hair's short i think it's too short and it right. takes like two weeks and i'm like this is great but i just love the the 
look of hair recently cut. It just looks so clean. That's your little fetish thing? Do you that's, make Jim get a haircut every my, other day? My <laughs> darkest fetish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do wait every six weeks. And then, do you have this feeling like the day before you get your haircut, you're like, oh, my hair looks great. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's I great. can't unless, go tomorrow. Unless it's like, I've gr- unless it's so clear it isn't. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I usually wait till it's so clear. My hair it grows pretty quick and I usually wait till it's like, what are you doing? Come on. What's the longest This is a haircut two days ago. I just got a haircut. Two days ago. It looks really good. It looks Friday, Friday. Okay, that's a good haircut. Yeah. What do you tell her? Just the usual? Yeah, I just go and she just does her thing. Sometimes I say, this time I was doing, I had a pickup day of a movie that I shot and I couldn't go too short or I would look nothing like myself. Right. That's a funny trick to play on a production. I was like, cut it, but like we can't go, cut it, but we can't go too short. Right. And that was it. That's all she needs. She's great. Do you remember your last bad haircut? Have you ever had like a oh, devastating yeah, yeah. haircut? Of course. And it'll be like you could put your hand in it and you could feel like the levels of your ha- my hair. <laughs> like you could feel where they thin it out. Like they use those thinning shears. Uh-huh. And you could feel where and like oh, no. when you put it up, it's all over the place. I've had all that stuff. Oh, that's a... Uh, yeah, bad haircut is uh, a rough thing to get. Well, I've got these socks. I'm very excited about these. Should we keep I, going You're going to kill me. I, there's another... Okay. And I know you said don't bring a gift and this is my fault. <laughs> and... Uh, did you say there were two or three things here? There's a second item here. Okay. There's at least a second item. Okay, this is a longer. This is a <laughs> yeah. a box that says Fantastic Beasts. Oh my it. God! What do you think it could be? Uh, Are you a Harry Potter fan? I'm a. I, I read all the books uh, in middle school. Okay. Uh, is this a wand? I don't know. I got to open it up. Let's open this. For someone who hates gifts, you seem really into this. It is a wand. Uh, it's an absolute wand uh, from the. The series Fantastic Beasts. Do you mind if you take it out here? I would love to wave this around. Yeah. Is that okay? Of course. You're going to feel the weight in it, too. Wow. This is a, it's a, a well That's a real one. thing. That's Where not a cheap thing. This? That's a real thing. That's $1,000. <laughs> That's a $1,000 wand. And what type of wand is it? Does it say who's, uh, whose wand it is? Because don't they say in the books like that the wand picks you or Never something? Never read the books. I've only seen one of the films. <laughs> Which film have you seen? Uh, the first one. The first Harry Potter or the first Fantastic Beasts? First Harry Potter. I auditioned for Fantastic Beasts. Oh, you're kidding. This was given to me as a gift. This is, um, it's what a do you beautiful, think? I love it. May I touch? Of course. You're the first person to take it out of thing. Oh, it feels great. It's wonderful. So what does this mean? On the bottom, there's an X. Surely that means something. Can you, is it like a scroll in there? No. Is it, you could hide some perfume in there. Can you, do you know any spells? I don't know a single spell. Do you know any spells? Abracadabra. That, that's not a real spell. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shit on our fucking parade. Sorry, Debbie. <laughs> Debbie, apologies. Abracadabra. Uh, Does something happen? Does it make noise? It makes no noise. Let's see. I mean, you can get some nice whipping. Yeah, a lot of whips. But this is a, it looks like an authentic, you know. Do you think you'll use it? Absolutely. Okay. Do Daily. you use the gifts that people give you in this? I use some of the gifts. Some gifts are I'm given are practical, like everyday items, like a wand or socks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, tell me the gift that you used the most. I uh, and who gave it? Uh, I'm happy to. My friend, the comedy writer John Milstein, gave me a car garbage can. This and I've talked about this probably too much. Like on this a podcast. tiny, like a funny tiny garbage can. It's a pot. Is a. It's not a podcast. It's a garbage can. Right. Let's be clear. It's a garbage can. It hangs off of the passenger side uh, seat. It's like a little in the bag. Back? Yeah, like a. A uh, canvas bag. You're having hangs trouble the, with this, man. Is it real? It sounds like excellent. you're making it up on the it's, spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to invent it. Uh, it hangs off the um, canvas. And uh, what? 
Okay, so it's basically it's basically like if you're going to put your arm around someone on the back of that, it hangs. Right. And Great. it does kind of offer that feeling of like classic like uh, lover's lane reaching yeah. your arm around. Oh, that's a great bit for Ex- comedian. No, sorry, baby. I'm just trying to <laughs> throw this cup out. I'm just a straw wrapper. Or <laughs> yeah, whatever. yeah. Uh, but Is that, there a liner in it? There's Now, that's the thing. There's no liner, which could be disgusting. But the things I'm throwing away in my car are dry paper. Ent- exclusively dry paper. Receipts. <laughs> <laughs> straw wrappers. Napkins. Okay. okay. You know, I'm not putting a banana peel in there. I think... I'm not putting a diaper in there. No. I think that... Do you have kids? I don't have kids. I think that... Um, I think it's a great idea. I feel... You know what I do with my garbage? What and recycling you- is I throw it in the passenger floor. Uh-huh. And then when I... And then when there's... When I get to a place where there's a garbage can. Right. But sometimes you're running around so much that I'll have like two or three bottles of water there. Of course. And so to have that in the back would be wonderful. It's I'm telling you, life-changing. Wow. Because you get... Are you, you ha- embarrassed? Embarrassed? Is it embarrassing? Like if I saw your car, would I be like, that's weird, dude? <laughs> no, you would think, what a sleek garbage can you have in there. What I'm currently embarrassed about is I've had... I borrowed a cooler from a friend about three weeks ago, and it's just been kind of shaking around in the back of my car. Right. I need to take it back to his house. That happens to all of us. But yeah. you see, a cooler in the back of a car looks weird. Right. It looks like somebody, it's like, what's going sorry, on? Sorry, I just don't think you're life? appreciating the wand. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate to stop you. It's, you've already put it back in the box. Oh, I God, have not put it back it's in the box. Albus Dumbledore. Oh, this is Dumbledore's. Albus Dumbledore. It's his wand. Is that the Dumbledore? Does, it's he, have the a, Dumbledore. does he have a kid? It's the Dumbledore. I'd love Dumbledore. to find out how much this costs. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love to find out how much this costs. Albus Dumbledore. Yeah, Albus Dumbledore, uh, if you. If you're not Are you looking up how much it costs? (laughs) Yes, fantastic. In the Harry Potter series is kind of the wise old, basically the principal of the school. Well, it's the man with the beard. Yeah, then in uh, Fantastic Beasts, I believe he's played by, who's the good-looking British man? Uh, Hugh Grant. Not younger. You, uh, it's is it you and McGregor that plays? Oh, what a great casting choice! He uh, also or it's the plays other guy. There's another guy who I Jude Law. I think it's Jude Law. Those wow. two men together. We just one got person. it. Together, we got it. Yes, it's that's. Is it fifty plus? Do you want to know? Yeah, oh my god, hear. if it's a lot of money. Do you wanna, are we going to guess or do oh, you want to know the specific? I love a Price is Right style. I think either. I think I let me feel it. Hold up. Let's all. <laughs> Let's all get a I taste. I want to look at the inside of the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See what sort of lining there, okay, we're Okay, now let me just for the, the, the fans of the podcast who love um, uh, object work, it's a very weighted on the bottom where it feels great. So like, I, it looks like it's made of wood up top. I'm sure it's fake wood, but the bottom is very weighted to give a flick. <laughs> I'm telling you, the more I play with it, the more I'm probably taking it back home. Um, <laughs> you are not walking off of this uh, property with I thought that you don't wand. like gifts. Well, I love wands. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm starting a new podcast called Please Bring Me a Wand. I'm going to say uh, $30. I'm going to say $30. Okay, and I'm going to say... Oh my God, is it so much? Am I going to lose my mind? I'm going to say... This is from the movie. This, this is, isn't a replica. This is from this the is actual from, movie. <laughs> yeah, this is Jude Law's uh, wand. But then I'm going to say they had a $79 budget for the movie. They said they sent a you think PA this is 80 off bucks? to buy it. I think this is an $80 wand. All right, this is... Oh my God, wait, this is going to blow my mind. I'm going to be so... My friend who gave it to me, if he finds, if he, if he find, if I find out it's like really expensive, you know the guy's name. It's Albus Dumbledore. Is he put that in? Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Albus Dumbledore. Oh no! Fantastic Beast costs at the UniversalOrlando.com shop. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite place to shop. That's where you get all your stuff. Sixty-three dollars. Whoa! Whoa! That's, that's an a, expensive. That's a real gift. gift. 
Wow. <laughs> Who gave this to you? A really great guy. Oh my God. Oh, can I tell you that? Oh, though now he knows I gave it away. Oh, this is so humiliating for you. Because if I talk about who it is, it'll get back to him. Yeah, maybe he, you can't say his name. But he's so wonderful and funny and not known for being wonderful and funny. But it also gives me another great story I could tell. I can't. <laughs> the temptation is there. I, I'll tell you afterwards and you're going to fucking oh, I'm love so it because the story's great. Did he give it to you as a gag? All right, I'll say it. He's going to be really upset that I gave it away. <laughs> but now he knows that you have it. Yeah, it's insane. And you're either going to keep it or you have to pay it forward. Right. It'll be sold at auction. I feel terrible. You know, if someone gives you a gift, you want to be course. like... Of course. You want to give bit. it away publicly on a, a podcast. It was a bit gift. <laughs> okay. So when we, we did a... I haven't really talked about this. This is oh, actually interesting. Juicy Gossip. Exclusive. I sold an animated show okay. to ABC. Beautiful. Which I've never said. Okay. <laughs> which is very weird that this is the place I'm saying it. <laughs> and I sold it with a, a, a wonderful producer named Ryan Khalil. Okay. And he's a, he used to be a professional football player. Now he's, a, now he's a producer. And he is so good at like coming up with that. He's so creative and wonderful. He was obviously made for entertainment world, but he had this body and... He was just a football guy. Right, right, of course. But if he didn't, he would have been, uh, you know, like doing what we do. So he came to me and he, he um, before COVID, he's like, I want to do this like idea with, uh, oh my God, I can't say it. I know why he gave it to me. I didn't think about it till right now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Wait, does it make noise? No. Um, <laughs> um, it broke. It's over. <laughs> it's shattered on the floor. Wait, I understand why he gave it to me now. I just realized how we did it. We Our animated show is about wizards. I never even made the connection. <laughs> I can't believe I'm so fucking stupid. But you're, uh, you're, uh, you, oh my god, <laughs> you put me in such a weird position. There he is. There it is. Is it right? No, it's a possum. Oh my god, it's, it's a possum. It's huge. It's back. It's huge, guys. It's oh, huge. Oh, it good. really was a possum. It was, and it's still up there. Will it attack? I don't possum know. Possum returns. No, possums don't attack. We're they here with the light, guys. We're here with the light. And it's doing a catwalk. It's doing a catwalk. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's oh, crazy. Here it comes coming back. I, uh, try to catch it on camera. Let's see if we can get a picture of well, it. We're going to get, do you have like a light? Uh, no. Wait, where did it go? Wow, I can't believe it came back. That's shocking. Okay, we got a light on this. This Ooh. thing is sick. We have a little juice. This it was right up there. Did you see it? Evil creature. Possums are absolutely terrifying to me. Oh but my God. they're. Kind of harmless, as far as I know. Well, there's no photo of the pot. But of we the saw possum. it. We there was. Did you see it? Oh yeah. There's confirmation. Wow. What a what a reveal. Man, I feel terrible about that. I can't <laughs> believe I didn't make the connection. I thought he was just uh, giving me something silly. <laughs> I wrote this episode for <laughs> six months. <laughs> I, we sold it. I wrote a pilot for it. All like, and I didn't. In a, <laughs> I didn't even think. Never occurred to you that this thing about wizards. Oh man! I think this is just more your ignorance of the Harry Potter world than no. What but you were like, I had on. to like figure out what the wand looked like because we did an, a test animation and stuff. So like, I had to figure out a wand. Oh. So that's why he got one that looks exactly like the one that the, we made. Oh, okay. I get it. I understand. How much of this do you want me to edit out of the show? <laughs> Fuck! I don't, I don't this know. is now a complete mess. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> I get it. I understand. Let me talk. God, to there's him. so many things that I wanted to bring. I looked <laughs> through my, I looked through my place of stuff. I was like, what, what do I, what don't I need? And I was looking through stuff, and then I was like, do I? I had, a, I was gonna bring you. Do you like Star Wars? I, yeah, you I don't care. Don't really care about Star Wars. I figured you didn't care about Star Wars. <laughs> How did you figure? I figured. I figured you didn't care about Harry Potter either. I like the books. 
I'm uh, so embarrassed. You know what's so ago. funny? I can't believe I didn't connect at all. <laughs> well, of course that's why he gave it to me. But isn't this an, such an incredible use of the gift? Like it could have just been in the bottom of your closet, but now it's the star of a podcast. <laughs> And it's created such a complicated discussion about what can be left in the episode. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess we'll keep it all in there. And by the way, this is what we'll do. This is what we'll do. Ryan, I'll, uh, can I take it back? You can take it back. We'll take know. some pictures with fine. it and then you'll take it back. I can't. And- I wonder if Ryan will, Ryan will definitely, if his name is in this, he'll definitely find out. It sounds like Ryan has a great sense of humor. Oh, let me talk about Ryan for a second. Yeah, let's <laughs> just butter up Ryan. <laughs> and let me say, the only football player I knew that made a career change was our high school teacher. Oh, what was his name? Uh, Mr. Yeah. And uh, we might have to edit that out because he just basically oh, uh, no. cooked ramen on the Bunsen burner and watched porn. What do you mean? On the high school computer. What do you mean? He During said, your class? Yes. What are you talking about? He used the high school computer to look up porn on the internet. While there was a class going on? Uh, maybe during breaks. <laughs> oh. There have been some teachers. I've been, there Don't feel been, bad for him. He was terrible. Terrible. There have been, uh, I felt bad for the kids. There have been teachers along my way that have gotten trouble as well. Two different teachers have had to stop teaching since... One in high school and one in college. Oh, for and do for what reasons? Are they too dark to talk about? They're pretty dark. Okay. Pretty dark. You know, people get into some things. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk up Ryan. We could talk about it, I guess, right? It's we have here. to talk. I mean, okay, so this is what happened. So, I mean, Ryan, talk- so, so I sold this. And by the way, I haven't even talked about the show. We sold this show to ABC. Ryan, Ryan, okay, so it started with before COVID. I, I don't know if people know, but I write as well. I started off right, as a writer right. and, and did writing and acting at the same time. And um, so I'm always writing. I always tell people that you can create your own, you can create your own opportunities with writing, but actually yes. you got to wait for people to like, give you something. So you could always be writing. So uh, always a huge proponent of it. Started as a joke writer, as a freelance writer for Letterman, where you worked and I worked. Such a fun connection. Yes, very fun. And then uh, freelance for a weekend update thing. My first staff job was Robot Chicken for five okay. episodes. And then I went into movies and I sold, uh, I got to write some movies. Right, right. Um, and so, anyway, so Ryan is incredible. Like his brain is incredible. And he's like, I have this idea for this uh, this show, this a show about uh, wizards. And I was like, I just, I just was too busy. I didn't have time. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't. And he asked me again, he goes, what do you think? And I go, oh, I don't have time. And then COVID happened. He goes, well, what about now? And I go, let's do it. No excuse. <laughs> None. And I literally was so excited. And so he came, he had this great idea and we were talking about it. And then um, he get, and then we, I like, I kind of like wrote on it and like, I tried to build it out a bit. And then we, we cast, we made a little short, we cast it, got amazing people in this little cast. Right. We animated it and then we went out and we sold it. And then um, we, ABC bought it because they were going to do animation again. So yeah, that's that's such a surprise to me. Well, it was that's very true. exciting. So we wrote it, and I went through a lot of drafts. But Ryan was awesome during it. Awesome, awesome, awesome during it. During this time, at the beginning, he bought me uh, as a gift, like when we sold it, because you know we we got we got it to a place where we could sell it. And it was a big fun deal, right? And Ryan was a producer on it, and honestly, Ryan probably would have gotten some sort of creator credit, like it would have mm-hmm. been something fun. I'm assuming for him. Because um, he did such a, he was such an influential part at the beginning. But I loved working with him. And I was like, God, he's so good at thinking of ideas. He's so good at thinking of characters. This person who hasn't probably written a lot of stuff is already in a writer's mind. And you don't get that with producers a lot. Right. So course. he was awesome to work with. So as a, as a gift for my birthday, 
he got me something special because we had this great journey together. And it was, and I opened it <laughs> and it was like, it came, it like, it was delivered as this big box. You, you hate gifts for me. Hate this. <laughs> oh, this is my nightmare. Okay. And it was right there and I bring it in there and I open it and it's the Riddler's cane from <gasps> Batman no Forever. No way. The Riddler's cane from Batman Forever. <laughs> and then I open it. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, this is crazy. <laughs> And then I was like, what do I do with this? <laughs> like, what do you do right, with the Riddler's of course. case? So uh, I, I framed it and all that and then made a joke about like, what do I, I don't know what to do with this. This is like, because it's also like so beautiful. I don't want it to get hurt. And also right. like, but what the fuck am I going to do? I'm not like a big Batman forever guy. I'm going to go walk around the neighborhood. Oh my God. So I loved it. And I put it in like this beautiful case. I spent all this money making it look gorgeous. Um, and it'll hang up in my room or something like that. But then we would make, we would do bits about it all the time. So for... Uh, so I got him for his birthday a 1970s Riddler music box. Oh, wow. where it's a little messed up. So when you run it, it's like like a very spooky. Right. It's not supposed to be, but it's so old. Right. So then he, it's been lovely. So I thought this was another like whatever gift, like because we keep giving each other weird gifts. Sure. But this makes perfect sense. <laughs> and not only is it perfect, makes, it's a very it's obvious. Exact, thing. It's so obvious. And it was when uh, the show I think stopped when it didn't go like right. when it wasn't going to go forward. Oh, that's um, a very thoughtful gift on his part. Incredible gift. And I didn't think about it. In a, I just thought it was... Because we give each other weird things. Right, and props course, or whatever. So I thought this was that. I had no... I cannot <laughs> believe my <laughs> lunacy. But this is... A, it's You've justified... I feel like the situation is very Well, you clear also now. don't want to edit this out. There's just too much. There's be simply too much. Too much. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to just save some audio here. I'm trying to save on And we've talked about how amazing Ryan is. Mortal Media, if you ever want to use him as a producer, I'm already He's thinking about the next He's one of the, the best thing. producers in Hollywood. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I had the best, I had the best time with him and he was gave great notes and it was awesome. And he's a great gift giver. And now you have this gift. And now I've got, to, if Ryan wants it, he can come but I did treat Try that, that Riddler's cane real well. That thing is in a gorgeous case. I've given it a beautiful black uh, background, a little gold trim. It's gorgeous. Is it like an authentic prop from the movie? It is the actual prop that, is that Jim Carrey crazy. used, which is also funny because now, because of Sonic, I did a voice in Sonic. Did a voice yeah, in Sonic. I, I, yeah, but I mean, also, it's the easy way to, I'm like, when like, oh, you're in Sonic? Like, My face isn't in Sonic, but, but um, and now I'm, I get to... I get to know Jim Carrey a little bit. Right. And how mortified I'd be if Jim Carrey came over and just the Riddler's cane is hanging. <laughs> he would be and so like, creepy. I was like, no, okay, no, let me tell you. Ryan Khalil and I, he thought of this, he had this great feeling that this kind of show could be done for wizards. And um, uh, yeah, so I was like, where do I hang it? But oh, wow. Yeah, so that's it. So this is a great gift. And it's and he spent real money on it. 70 he, bucks, huh? Yeah, he really, he's, he's a good getting you some nice gifts. He wants to fill your home oh, with He's going to yell at me so much that I gave it away. <laughs> But this is what it is. Now he knows where it is. Yeah, he knows where it is. It can be taken back, Ryan. Calm down. No, I'm Everything's not. You gotta fine. keep it. I don't like to take back gifts. Okay, I appreciate I that. Can't. Has anybody ever taken back a gift? No one's ever taken back a gift, as far as I can remember. No, it can't be. Let me ask you, what year were you at Letterman? Oh, great question. It was right after college. I graduated college in 2003. Okay. So I would have been there at, I would be there, I would be at the end of 2003. Okay, so we end missed each other by 20 years. Uh, six years. When's your birthday? August? October. Oh my God, October 10th? October 9th. When's yours? September 15th. Maybe. Why'd you say October 10th? I just felt it. <laughs> I'm very good at guessing birthdays. May I? Okay. Annalise? Ready? Annalise, I'm getting a... Oh my God, Annalise. April 6th. Interesting. What is it? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> August 7th. 
August 3rd. There we go. He gets it in two. two guesses and I'm four days away? <laughs> Not bad. There's 365 days in the year. Why is nobody freaking the fuck out? Sorry, Why is Debbie. the fair not offering him a job? Thank you. You should be at the state fair. I should be at the state fair or in a Tim Burton movie playing someone at a state oh, fair. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know Watch what, what you wish for. What's your favorite director? My favorite director? That's a good question. I love the Coen brothers. That's an obvious choice. It's too easy. uh, You know, I love... What about a movie that you watch that you're like, okay, I love this movie? A movie that really comforts me. uh, A Serious Man by the Coen brothers. Really? Oh, so reassuring. God, I love it. I mean, have you seen that movie? I have, but when it came out. Oh, now, Michael Stuhlberg? So oh, he's wonderful. He's one it. of the best actors of our time. Everybody in the movie is perfect. Uh... Richard Kind is incredible. Oh, my God. Fred Melamed is By the way, so funny. Oh, he played my dad in something, Fred Melamed. In what? In House of Lies. Oh, I didn't know A television show called that. House of Lies. He played my dad. And there's a scene where he has a heart attack in front of me and dies. Spoiler. And um, we had to play it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, you know, as an actor, you're like, okay, now, like, what happens if your dad... And then right before we're fighting, like, we don't like each other. And he dies. And it was great. And Fred was... Great. He's so funny. But Richard Kind also the best. One of the all-time greats. The best. Love I met Richard him at a, my friend had like a had like a couple friends over for dinner and Richard Kind was there and I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be great." He was great. He's he seems like a genuinely sweet person and his best friends with George Clooney? Oh, he told us a story about that. Yeah, he told us a story about him and George Clooney when we were there. <laughs> That's incredible. What I, a I what immediately a duo. forgot it. Just like I immediately forgot. I wrote a show about wizards and then my friend who's like really <laughs> caring and loving got me a perfect gift. I can't tell you how perfect this looks exactly and this movie didn't come out yet. Looks exactly like Oh, so you kind of guessed what the movie was going to do. I guess the movie so. may have stolen the movie probably came IP. out. I just never watched it. Yeah. You know? Uh, the show I was so happy with that show and it came out like we were so psyched with it and the production company loved it and then ABC loved it and then it went up the thing and then ABC said we're not doing animated shows right now oh. and I was like what? and then that was it it's a miracle that anything ever gets made it's an absolute miracle am, if something's on television it's it's a true miracle People, and I had such a good time writing it because I love animation mm-hmm. and I was like oh and then I get to like I get to cast this thing and put all these talented people and um, but who knows? I, there's always a chance we could sell it somewhere else. But yeah. I can't believe I didn't make the connection. He's such a good person. We got to keep this all in. <laughs> he's and a great tell him guy. He's an angel. Um, hopefully, he's like he's doing incredible. He's producing like 20 things at the same time. He'll be fine. He's got sixty dollar wizard money. Yeah, he's got sixty dollar wizard money. He's gonna be pissed that I gave it away. <laughs> But he's going to be thrilled to have been... He's really out there in the public eye at this point. I just... We give each other weird, funny gifts. Right. And so I thought this was like Riddler's Cane, okay, seven, 1970s <laughs> Riddler's Music Box, and what else? Uh, <laughs> it's so perfect and makes sense. Unless we find out that this is the one that Jude Law actually wielded See, that's in why the movie. I'm nervous. Now that's why I'm nervous. <laughs> no, because I think says, he would. I think he would have really And also, you. there's a... There's a... There's a barcode on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I hope fine. that the prof they got in the movie, they sent somebody to Universal Studios. Can you go grab a wand for this guy? Can I ask you two questions? Yeah, of course. Do you have any props from anything? Do I own any props from... Uh, I don't think from I own a, a prop from anything on. I've ever You don't have a Blockbuster on. thing from your Blockbuster? I mean, thing? I have like Blockbuster merch. That, no, like, I'm talking about like... But like from you the didn't actual... Take a- let me think. For here. after party, you weren't on set outside of one day. I bet I, yeah, I was nothing from after party. I might have something from Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, uh, that's fun. But I can't, I'm trying to think of what it would be. If I gave you unlimited funds and anything you wanted, you could have any two props from two different things from all time. From all time. Okay. This is a great one. Oh my God. I can't believe I just thought about this now. First 
lawnmower from that movie, the guy rides the lawnmower across the United States, the David Lynch movie. <laughs> you want the full lawnmower? I want the lawnmower. Okay. Of course, it's yours. Uh, it's mine. Okay. So you've wasted one. You've, <laughs> you've made a mistake and wasted one. Now you have one left. <laughs> um, the second thing I want, uh, I would probably have to be... I would probably have to be... Uh, I would... <laughs> it would be... Uh, of course, we're going to get a jet that Tom Cruise was flying around. <laughs> I want to. I want two form, forms Where of transportation. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. That's that's gonna be a problem, I suppose. I could put the jet on top of my roof. I have a flat roof. Your favorite movie is a Serious Man. You want anything from there? Uh, the Mentaculous is something I would love to have, which is the little book that Richard Kind is filling with. Oh my god! Kind of, and you know Richard has it for conspiracies. real. You know he's got it for real. But if I could have the jet that Tom Cruise is flying around in. Which one? You know, he flies in a oh, couple. Don't ask me to name a jet. A Tomcat? Is that, or am I just saying Tomcat because of the name could Tom? Could be, but I saw you might be nailing it. Uh, yeah, I think those are the two. What would you, what would you get? Uh, I would probably get the flux capacitor from uh, Back to the Future. Right. So instead of the whole car, flux capacitor and put what it in my is room. The actual, what does that object look like? It I looks, obviously so know the it's, name. It's like in the car, it's in the back, and it almost looks like a Y. And it looks like, it looks like a, Energy is running through it. Light is running oh, okay, through it. Okay, sure, sure. Right. I mean, the whole car I would love, but right, I feel like DeLorean. it's too big. I'm thinking about where I would put this thing. And that, like, the main or the hoverboard, maybe the real hoverboard. You would want one of the hoverboards. The, maybe. Now, when you say the real, are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I know it doesn't really fly, okay. but I want the prop. I love that. It's a I have, gorgeous I have a, board. I take. A, I take. I ask for a prop from everything I've done. So anything I've done. I have a piece of it in my house somewhere. Right. Cluttering your house. Cluttering my house. Absolutely destroying my house. Do you house. have a favorite thing you've taken home? Oh, my God. You know how much you hate Star Wars? Yeah. I don't hate Star Wars. You know how much? Didn't he say, Annalise, didn't he say how much he hated Star Wars? <laughs> okay. I despise Star Wars. I want nothing to do with it. I have a couple. One, I have the my jacket from After Party. Okay. Which I a loved great a jacket. Great jacket. Very stylish. Loved it. Uh, but one of the best things was I did a, I helped with the voice... Of BB-8, which is a character oh, in of Force Awakens. The cute little ball. That's right. That's what people who don't watch the movie call it. And so um, <laughs> I, I was there. So And then for the second one, I did a couple. I had, I had a little jokes, a couple jokes in the ninth one. Seven, a couple jokes, and then did BB-8 stuff. Um, and then, or helped with that. And then, ninth. but I got a tour and... Uh, JJ was directing and he's amazing and I, I look up to him and he's a friend and I love him so much. And so he's like, you can, you know, let Ben see the Millennium Falcon because we're wrapped with it. We just have one right. more scene with it. And I was like, oh my God, Millennium Falcon is the ship that I'm from. I've played the video game. <laughs> have you? I have. The Rogue Super Squadron. Oh, those are On the, the Nintendo ones. 64. Of course. Great game. Great game. Uh, were you in, are you a video game person? I love video what games. What are we fucking doing? We could have talked about video games this whole time. I have to, I, anybody, I have to really hold myself back with video games because I never know if somebody oh cares. Wait, what were your systems coming up? Because you're a little bit younger. Uh, than me. A little bit of the NES. Did you do Super Nintendo? Super Nintendo. What were your games on Super Nintendo? I loved, uh, obviously, Super Mario World, yeah, Yoshi's yeah, yeah. Island. Come uh, on, come on. Get to the, to the good the past. ones. Oh my God. <laughs> One of the best games of ever course. made. I'm a Zelda person through and through. Oh my God. Did you play Ocarina? I'm currently replaying. It's one of the best. It's so good. Although it's harder than I remember. And the songs, the, uh, doo -doo 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 -doo, the like the, it's... They're so good. They're amazing. I'd love to learn to play them on the piano. I bought an app on my phone. Uh, I was an adult when I did this. Uh, <laughs> that you blow into and it goes... And it has all the notes of the ocarina and you could play. No if you remember the songs, you could play the songs. Have you learned to replay them? 
I, I mean, that I was like on the first iPhone, I think. I was like, can you believe we could do this with our phones? Link's the best. Now, were you a role-playing guy? Did you ever play uh, Chrono Trigger? I never... I have a... I tried playing Chrono Trigger, and there was something about the way it was that gave me motion sickness. Impossible. You're not thinking of the right game. I think... No, I'm thinking of Secret of Mana. That's what you're thinking of. Can you please... I never played Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger... Do you play Final Fantasy? I've never played a, all the way oh, through a Final Fantasy. Forgive me. I just don't think you're a role-playing person. I love uh, Earthbound. Yeah, I love Pokemon. They're oh, I've never got into RPGs. Basically, can I? Can I please? May what, I? What's one I should play? Okay, well, listen. I so I play. When I was a kid, I played. Every, I played like all I did was play video games. Okay, right. I'm speaking so, my language. Uh, I loved it, but then got like ad- I couldn't stop playing. It. Right, right. And it was like I remember I got Final Fantasy. So, but you know, like I we weren't like the super rich people, so we couldn't have Super Nintendo. And Genesis. Right. Every I got Super Nintendo, time. then I went to David's house, would play Sonic over there, you right. know, play Quackshot. I play all my Genesis oh, games over there. And then um, my neighbor had um, Nintendo 64, so I'd go over there, right. beat Ocarina of Time with him, <laughs> uh, play Mario 64 and stuff like that with him. And so uh, I didn't have a PlayStation, but my cousin had PlayStation. Right. So he was he went to like sleepaway camp, and I never went to sleepaway camp because I would oftentimes work during the summers. So I got um, his PlayStation. Oh, what a dream. And it had like the seven disc set of Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. So I played for 72 hours in a very <laughs> short amount of time. And my parent and I couldn't leave. I had to know what was going to happen. <laughs> I love the game so much. I had to know. And so, like, I couldn't stop playing. And I would play through the night. And my parents would be like, go the fuck to sleep. And I wouldn't go outside. And I love basketball. And I wouldn't play basketball. And my parents were like, you got to chill. And then, like, when he came back, I had to give him his PlayStation back. Um, but it was, like, one of the best things. But one of the best games I ever played in my life was Chrono Trigger. And I just rebeat it, like, recently. And it was still a satisfying it's experience. so good. Okay. And the story is wonderful, and the music is beautiful. Right. And it's just a, it's just like if any video game nerds, I'm assuming if you like video games, there's got to be some nerds on here. But there better be some nerds listening that to this love podcast. video games like we do. I um, hope that it's strictly jocks listening. <laughs> Ryan is listening. Yeah, Ryan's Khalil. listening. But Ryan kind of does it all. Uh, he's going to be he's so a Renaissance pleased. man. I hope he's not upset. But it's one of my favorite games. If you want a game that's really quick to beat that I'm really impressed by, is a game called Inside. Oh, I that? love Inside. And Inside Limbo was and Limbo. His first game. Yeah. yeah, both perfect games. I, I was blown away by Inside. It's so spooky. Oh my God. So it was atmospheric. Gorgeous. And then like Ori in the Blind Forest. Oh, I love that. both of those games. And Ori in the Will of Wisps. Yes. Love. Gorgeous. Uh, those games are known, uh, and this is a really nerdy thing that Side I Side scroller. Metroidvanias. Oh, like Castlevania. Metroid. They're like Metroid or Castlevania. You play Metroid Dread? Loved it. Loved Love it. all Metroid. Loved it. Did you, as a kid, uh, did you have a feeling that like kids who owned the Sega Genesis were a little more dangerous, a little cooler? There was blood in Mortal Kombat. Right. We just had throwing up. They had blood. Right. Uh, I would go to my friend's house to see like someone get like killed. And also <laughs> Blades of Glory like or Blades of Steel, uh, which is a hockey game, you could run over the person's head and they bleed. <laughs> Why was that necessary? Not necessary. That that is actual gratuitous. It was inc- hockey. I game. can't tell you how incredible. And it was like, and the buttons were like bigger in three of them. Right. It was just uh, the entire thing, and it was black, and just seemed kind of. Well, remember dangerous. when Sonic came out as like uh, uh, Love Mario, of course, Love Sonic, of course, so much. But it's like when Sonic came out, it was so fast, and it felt so <laughs> oh. dangerous because it was so fast. Like, no side-scroller went that fast. 
So it's like, oh my god, this I'm like trying to slow my character down, which has never been a thing for any video game on Super Nintendo. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, the Genesis was kind of the leather jacket for an elementary That's schooler. Right. That's right. Wow. Well, it's a shame we found I mean, we could have I, I could talk about this for 40 hours. I could it's sincerely a passion of mine. Oh, I I mean, I could bore the listener to absolute we ruined tears. It. We absolutely ruined this whole thing. Uh, but at some point we'll have to talk about video games again. But speaking of games, we have to play a game. Do you play games in this? Yes. Is it a fun one? It better be. Okay. It's called Gift Master. <laughs> okay. And is I, it like the prop game I just saved you? Uh, wait, about what game? Picking your favorite props. Um, it's a little bit. It is actually. There's an element of that. Okay. Uh, I need a number between one and ten first. Six. Okay. I have to do some light calculating, and then I'll tell you how to play the game. Right now, you can recommend something, promote something, do whatever you want. I'll be right back. You're just gonna leave? Yes. You're you very don't give alone. Me a gift, do you? It's just you and the possum. Oh God. Okay, Bridger just went. Uh, he's going into his house. He is getting changed. This is insane. He's putting on, this is crazy, Samus from Metroid. He's dressing as Samus. Uh, gorgeous, gorgeous outfit. It is the full Samus. Uh, he's, and also, by the way, of course, we all know that if you beat Metroid a certain time, Samus ends up in a bikini. That is not what Bridger is doing. But I bet Bridger knew that. Did Bridger know that? I, I did know that. He did know that. He's coming back in right now. Uh, the possum, he's just got attacked by the possum. The possum is tumbling with him. The possum is confused. Bridger is trying to fire uh, the cannon from his Metroid outfit. He's realizing now that it's not real. The possum is tearing his face apart. Okay, he's gonna need he's gonna need dental surgery. One hundred percent gonna need dental surgery, and he's gonna need Novocaine. And we're gonna get right back where we start from from the beginning. Life is a Harold, and here's Bridger. Okay, this is <laughs> perfect use of the time. Absolutely Great. perfect use of the time. Um. This is how Gift Master works. I'm going to name three gifts, th- three things you can give remember away. Remember Wizard? Remember The Wizard? The Wizard. Uh, not from The Wizard. Oh, no, the movie the wizard? the wizard? Of course I remember The Biggest the... thing in the world. It, it, it gave premiered, me such... It premiered Mario 3. Mario 3 was Oh, of big. course. And I wanted... Everyone wanted to be... Was it Fred Savage? You're sure damn right it was. But it was his kid. It was his brother that was, it was like uh, the real star. Ben Savage. No, 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 no. Fred Savage is in it, but in the story, his brother's like the prodigy. Of oh, his, oh, yeah, because his brother's kind of quiet or whatever. Something like that. And he becomes kind of the manager. I'm sure if we watch it again, it would be on PC what his brother is, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Certainly. They probably, sure. they picked something. Yes. Okay, here's how Gift Master works. Uh, this is how Gift Master works. Three gifts you're going to give away. And I'm going to name three celebrities. You're going to tell me which celebrity you're going to give which gift and why. Oh, and you tell me the gift and the celebrity. Yeah. I get to, so you tell me three and three, and I get to choose who I give them to? You're right, and you're going to tell me why. Okay, great. These are the gifts you'll be giving away. Number one, and I don't even know what this is, really, an ionic hairdryer. Does anybody know what an ionic hairdryer is? How do you make uh, these choices? I, if you listen, don't know what I it is. I have this Google Doc that I just type things into. Okay. My in assumption kind of a is it's a hairdryer, but it uses some sort of technology that... Sort of ionic hair Okay, tech. so this is going to go to somebody who has hair. Uh, number two is a car dealership. I so could gift a whole car dealership. They're getting a car dealership. It's going to suddenly be blanks. Got it. Say car, no more. Got it. Blanks Kia or whatever. Uh, doesn't and, have to be a Kia dealership. Uh, it doesn't have to be a Kia, Kia Would dealership. Would you prefer it to be? Uh, no, it's up to you. You're okay. the gift giver. And number three is a UTI. Okay. Uh, so a urinary tract infection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, it, it is a gift. We have to keep in mind this is a right, gift. Right, but that's also, you're asking me to give something painful to somebody. Yeah, but uh, a life experience. Okay, that's a nice way to shade it. My three people. Your three people are, number one, Paul Hollywood from Great British Bake Off. <laughs> number two, Julie Delpy. I love Julie Delpy. Oh, the director? Uh, the actor and director. Right. She does it all. Uh, French. And is is she in the After Midnight 
God, she's, you're a mess. She, yeah, of course. You're a mess. She's the, <laughs> Just keep going, Bridger. <laughs> and number three is Bad Bunny. Who's Bad? Oh, the rapper? The pop R&B rap sensation. I don't know that much about Bad Bunny, and I think that is the it's first sign fault. that I'm out of touch. It's your own fault. It is entirely my fault, because he's huge. Who do you listen to? What's the last album you downloaded? <sighs> last album I downloaded? I'm listening to this guy, Daniel Romano, a lot. Who's Daniel he's Romano? incredible. A Canadian kind of... Does he listen to the podcast? Daniel, he how better. are you? Daniel, reach out. I just saw him at the Zebulon. He was so good. What's the Zebulon? It's a club in Silver Lake. Oh, how cool. He's, uh, he's so prolific and so uh, good at suspicious. Canadian garage country. Good psych. at suspicious? It's like it's no, it's so good that it is suspicious. Oh, I'm it's sorry. Like, I thought it was like a brand of music I haven't heard of. <laughs> That's a good good genre. Suspicious. Uh, it's like electro metal, but <laughs> no, Daniel Romano, anybody should listen to him. He's so good. Okay. What's the last thing you listen to? This is what I have. I learned some jazz today. Um, I have the new John Legend album. I have Shalimar, uh, the song A Night to Remember. I don't. I have no idea who Shalimar is. Oh man, this it's a great band from back in the day, but also that song is great. Back in wait, what's the? I also have a playlist of all these songs that I want to put in movies and TV shows. Oh and stuff. sure. Do you ever sure. do that? Of course. I got this beautiful list of songs I can't wait to put in things. That's kind of a bad idea, to be honest. <laughs> to, to let the songs dictate what's happening. Yeah, I don't care. My writing. I've been writing for too long. It's like, all right, oh, I like this song. Maybe I write a song where I can use this or a movie I can use this. Don't remember. Uh, okay, so for, okay. I forgot where we're playing. Okay. Paul Hollywood <laughs> seems like he could handle. Uh, wait, where's my first? Uh, a car. Oh wait, you've got a car dealership. You've got a UTI. Give Julie, give Julie the um, and you've got a okay, an ionic Ju- hair dryer. Okay, get, well the problem is I'm gonna give Bad Bunny. I don't know who Bad Bunny is. Right, I've never heard his music. <laughs> but also, picture I remember- a guy in sunglasses, and he's very cool. Right, and he's it, truly a huge sensation. I'm not gonna let anybody have that UTI. You've got to give the UTI to somebody. Listen to me. I'm the gift giver. I can do whatever I want. Give you it to Paul. Paul my... could handle a UTI. You're, we're just giving it to the person that can handle it the most? <laughs> well, you've got to find a reason. Yeah. You know what? This is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to get them all in the same goddamn room. And I'm going to say, what would what best would make your day? And I'm going <laughs> to let them choose. It's like a so... gifting suite. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul Hollywood, fine. We'll give him the UTI because he can handle the UTI. <laughs> okay. We'll give... Um, I guess Bad Bunny will get that hair dryer. Okay, sure. And then I guess Julie Delpy is going to get her own car dealership. <laughs> Julie Delpy Hyundai. 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 Hyundai? It is just Hyundai. It's Hyundai, I think. I have to say, it is, people are always saying Hyundai, and it's not that. It's Hyundai. There was a whole ad campaign at some point that they were like, it's Hyundai like Sunday. I don't think so. I think so. I think, the I think it may have been to. before our time, but I'm pretty sure that happened. Okay. Remember, uh, hey, hey, Mikey, he likes it, or Mikey likes it. What is it? It Hyundai. is Hyundai. Everybody just said it. Hyundai, play it one more time. Hyundai. Hyundai. <laughs> well, we got to the bottom of that. So you're just kind of, okay. I, I would love for Julie to be a suddenly a car dealership magnet. You barely knew who she was. <laughs> this is embarrassing for you. Don't you know don't know who Bad Bunny is. is. You barely know who Julie Delpy is. Did you watch Great British Bake Off? You definitely do. I love the Bake it's Off. It's amazing. Yes. Uh, I'm a couple behind, but I love the Bake Off. Yeah, it's great. Julie would be a good contestant on the Bake Off. What if honest. I told you? Okay, I'm going to give you two options. You can either get who's a, who's an actor or actress that you're like, I I love, I just think this person has a great heart. I love watching because they have a great heart. A great heart. You're like, oh God, I love watching him or her because, uh, or they, whatever, if, if, if because they have such a great heart. Catherine Keener. Oh my God, I, I met her. She does. She's great. She seems incredible to me. Okay, so ready? 
you get the choice of either getting a hug, a genuine warm hug from Catherine Keener. Okay. Or Paul Hollywood gives you a handshake because you did something right. Catherine Keener, no doubt. Wow. I think the handshake is a little bit of a gimmick. Of course. And it came out of nowhere. There was, the handshake did not exist until just the last few People seasons. People cry when he, they shake his hand. I know. And it's, uh, I don't know where that came from because I've been watching the show for a long time and I do not remember a handshake until maybe the last four years. No, it's been around forever. No, it's no, been around no. for so many years. For real. I don't believe that. I'm telling you, it's been around for maybe since season three. Let's pop. Let's come on. Let's do this. There's no way on. Let's just find this information. Electric City, Electric Six. Oh, I love the Electric Six. Fire in the Disco. Do you remember that song? You can't sing it. No, we certainly can't sing it, but we could definitely remember it. <laughs> I want to get sued for remembering a song. Oh my God! Please. So the first ever Hollywood handshake was given to Ryan for his impressive sweet dough signature in series three. What? <laughs> ba, 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 you ba, have ba, got ba. to be kidding me. I can't sing anything. How many <laughs> notes can I sing before it's illegal? Okay. <laughs> That's illegal. Wow. Hey, Ryan, if you're listening to this one, I'm playing with the... I'm getting my work in now with this. Yeah, I'm playing with the wand. I'm definitely playing ben with the wand. Ben has used the wand more, the wand more than I have on this I will uh, say episode. this. Can I say this? How about this? Can I make a deal with you, Bridger? I would love to make a deal. Okay. If for some reason, some gorgeous reason, the show gets picked up by a different network okay. and gets put on the air, yes. you have to give me this back and I'll give you an e- a, a present of even more... <laughs> you have to give me a voice role on the show. I get to come on cameo Ryan, as a if Ryan's listening. No, Ryan, you're the producer. This is what's going to happen. The only way this... the only Because this right now reminds me of failure. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, although I would love, I really like that script. I thought we did such a good. I mean, even the pitch deck was fun. I would love for a show to be about wizards. Oh, if I told you, I'm going to tell you the whole thing later. A- You're yeah, after this, I. Um, but if the show gets picked up, is the only way I would need this. This is back. the perfect deal. This is the absolute. And then I'll get deal. you a gift of better of, of something. You're better. going to give me a small cameo I as can't a wizard. Promise that. I, of course, Ryan can promise can that. Promise that. <laughs> get him Ryan on the phone. Ryan can absolutely promise. Get him on the phone. He probably could. He won't <laughs> Ryan, I have a podcast. Have you done voiceover work before? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't think I. Or no, I mean on Kimmel probably. I will probably try. Like By the way, bits. I like this deal. That will be worth way more money than this sixty-five dollar thing. What will you do with this for real? Don't well, lie to me. I'm gonna. I have a shelf of uh, gifts. Uh, two shelves of gifts that like that like the more decorative things. What's the most expensive gift you've gotten? Oh, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Darcy Carden came on and gave me a bunch of things that she had been given as an actor, yeah. uh, like fancy things that I think ended up being I'm sorry. Like the great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we totaled it and it ended up being like $200 or something worth of gifts. Oh my God, we're halfway there. But all of hers were given to her for free. Yes, that's the same with so, these. Uh, but this was given like by a person you know. <laughs> so I made a mistake. <laughs> so you. I made a mistake. Can we all admit that I made a mistake? I mean, emotionally uh, and socially, this is the most so expensive funny. gift that's been given. Oh, emotionally. The social me? price you're paying right now I is also ridiculous. Think, can I be honest? I never talked about the show before. Now people know it exists. Maybe someone will hear and be like, you it's know, let me see that around. script. Let you Because we want we want an animated... It's like a Simpsons with wizards, kind of. That's all I oh, want as God. a person. It's, it's heaven. And so I wonder if this... Ex- oh, my God. Bridger, could you imagine if this is the reason why... Because they loved it, but they're not doing animation. Right. Someone's like, we want something like this. It's this would be unbelievable. It, it could easily happen. Oh my God, I'm if I kidding. tell you the cast that was in our test footage, you'd lose your goddamn mind. Hollywood. Knock, knock. 
So that's There's, the deal. And if Wizard, the show gets picked up, I need it, and then I'll put it on I'm my mantle. I'm 100% on board Because it hasn't got picked up, it makes me sad to look at it. Okay, it's it's coming back to you. We've manifested and it And then we're going to get you way. either a voiceover role We will it. be getting... A small, a the, very small... The executive listening right now is like, I love the idea, but we need a different you know star for the show. Star? <laughs> you didn't say star. You said... <laughs> I did sir. say lead role. No, you did not. You said small. You even made it small uh, to I, make it possible. I said small, constantly recurring. <laughs> you did not say constantly or recurring. You said small role. I think we can make that happen. Small, exponentially Bridger, think, uh, multiply. And I can write the role. I'm writing this. Yes, so I you're can write in control. The role. Okay. And the listener, all of our listeners are screaming, Bridger's got to be a wizard. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I like this deal. I think this is a I think if Ryan deal. heard this, if this gets this show made... Ryan will be so happy. I can't... I honestly just feel... I felt so bad that this happened, but I think maybe it's happening for a reason. I think it, this and is Ryan's fully a, happening. I feel like for Ryan could be a spiritual guy where he feels it too. If the show goes, I take you two out to dinner. At the end of the meal, I out of my bag, I pull the wand. I fucking love this. But it's you're adding work. more shit to this. All you're getting is this voiceover. Role. I take you out. I don't want uh, you. We go on a weeks long vacation. <laughs> okay, where a vacation where we are sick of each other. Where are we going? For oh, we're going on a mission trip. Oh my god! <laughs> fucking Utah strikes again. <laughs> um, okay, well, you played the game perfectly. I actually think this is special now. This is a something special is happening. Right I really now. think that something because I, I haven't talked about the show before. I obviously never opened this. <laughs> <laughs> Everything came together. We don't have to edit anything out. This has got to be two hours. How long have we been talking? We've been talking for an hour and 23. No way. It feels like six hours. <laughs> it feels like a lifetime. I am okay. so Amanda sick McCall of just talking tweeted, to you. Uh, texted and said, uh, remembers you. He said he was such a sweet fella. Wait, who texted? Amanda McCall. Oh, I love Amanda McCall. Yeah, she just texted. She's so, Amanda, you better be listening. She's definitely not listening. We're, we're trying to get listeners. If Debbie's here. not listening, Amanda's not listening. If Amanda's not listening, I feel deeply betrayed. People need to know about Amanda McCall. Amanda Such McCall. a funny person. So funny, great writer. Her and I wrote three books together. The first one was uh, Grandma's Dead, Breaking Bad News, Baby Animals. What a great Have idea. Have you ever heard of book. it? Of course. I think... When did you publish this? We published this when I was a little, little bitty. You probably weren't even... You probably weren't an may not have yet. been born yet. You weren't born yet. <laughs> No, it was when I was still living in New York. So it was before 2009, probably 2007, six. Okay. Yeah, I feel like when I was interning at Letterman, it, the book was a pretty recent thing okay. in Amanda's life. Yeah, that makes sense. She's great. Know. Very She's funny. the best. Okay, we played the game. Is there another thing you do? We have to answer a listener question. Sure. This Love is it. called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Desperate for answers. Every one of them is desperate. Every one of them is pathetic. Uh, and so we have to. You're talking of, about your listeners? <laughs> yeah. Christ, Bridger. These people are, they're all at rock bottom. Is this got to be a top 20 show for you, right? This is a top two. <laughs> the possum? The possum? The wand? This episode, there's so much going on in this episode. It's got to be a top it's, 20. Uh, <laughs> Am I wrong? I Top hope the, 30? I hope people tuned out an hour ago. They're just like, this is grating. I hate this show. I'm longtime listener, unsubscribe. Of course. I apologize. I hope the picture um, is good, at least, of us the holding the gift. The picture is great. Okay, great. The absolutely excellent picture. We'll have a picture of us holding the gift. Everything Your is hair perfect. looks great, too. Did you purposely make it look good before the picture? I really appreciate you saying that this look, my hair looks good. I had a couple... I was in New York, and I whenever I'm in New York, my hair looks terrible. Why? Oh, because the weather. The, the humidity. My hair just turns into a poof. So I feel like I've gotten... gotten you got it back. It looks control. great. The sides are perfect. It. That's the right length. Thank you, Sid. Uh, all credit to Sid. Uh, that's what you call God now. That's... 
<laughs> Not your barber. That's what you call God. Thanks, I pray to Sid. Sid every night. Oh, my Sid. Dear Sid. Thanks, Sid. Uh, okay. He's wrapping it up with a question. We've we got go. it. We have to answer a question. I can't wait. You hate him, but you're going to do it. We hate that people are so pathetic that they have to reach out. <laughs> it makes me sick to my stomach, but I have to help. Uh, this says, hello, Bridger, and disrespectful guests. Wow. Not off to a good start. Uh, my mom never likes anything anyone buys her. She rarely uses it and usually ends up regifting things to me, even things I've bought her. I have to make sure I would also like to use what I buy her in case I receive it later. This is the first time you're reading it. I can tell by the way you're scrunching <laughs> your eyes. God, you really put so little effort into the show now. I'm re- I've been mailing it in for the last hundred episodes. I'm ready to check out. Of course. Uh, gift cards, scarves, jewelry, knickknacks, framed pics of us, hair or skincare products, etc. It doesn't matter. She doesn't use it. What to do? Well, that's up to you now. This is, a good, this is a good audition for your VO role. Yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm trying to put it in here. And that's from Meg. A squirrel. I'd make you a squirrel, probably. <laughs> Keep going. I, I would make a good squirrel. Stop. You're pathetic, but yeah. Uh, I, a whole family of groveling, squirrels. Uh, and you're, the squirrels oh are eventually become a season-long arc. So and bad. the nuts, where okay. the nuts going? Keep We've going. got to protect ourselves from Keep winter. Going. Uh, <laughs> winter is coming. I am, I am watching Game of Thrones right now, and it is 100% coming. Are you just... Watching for it. the first time ever. Wow! I got COVID for 15 days. Oh my and god! I went through. I got a terrible, terrible. I got it for child, and I'm, I'm not over it. I'm so positive. No, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me a kiss. <laughs> give mommy negative, a kiss. I've been negative for probably 14 days. Okay, but I got it for 15 days, and it was, it was terrible. But I was like, what can I do? I tried to write. Okay, I could not. You're so I had never seen Game of Thrones before. Right. I was in Atlanta because I was filming a, a Kevin Hart movie. Okay, okay, and um. It was the last day of filming, so I only blew one day. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to watch Game of Thrones. And so I started Game of Thrones, and I watched like five episodes a day, and I blasted That's... through the first. And now I'm on season seven. So I live-tweeted it because I thought it would be a funny bit. I if... thought you were joking when you said you were live-tweeting. No. <laughs> I, I thought it would be a funny bit if the show that aired a decade ago or eight years ago, I'm acting like it's happening <laughs> in real time. And it's been so fun, but now it's like work. I got to like finish right, it. Right, of course. You've so got... I'm on the last, I'm on the second to last season, last episode. Okay. So the last season, just If you're on Twitter, up. you would see. Right. I'm, I have no, I'm no longer looking at Twitter. I'm going to go take a look at some point though. If you've seen the show, it may be funny. But if not, you hate it. I've seen the show. Okay. Did you like it? I enjoyed it up until a point. Up until a point. Uh, most people, I think, would agree with that opinion. Okay. Don't say that. You don't ruin it for uh, me. I'm loving it. I'm on season, season seven. I still think it's great. Okay. Well, then, I mean, but you have recently been through a horrible sickness, and you've been watching it very condensed. So. Yes, I never had to wait. Everything right. came immediately. Right. Someone told me when that big moment with Jon Snow happened, and I immediately, two seconds later, found out what the resolution was. They go, we had to wait a year and a half. You had to wait a long time. Okay, Meg needs an answer. I, don't, I can't even remember what Meg needs. She said that her, her mom wasn't grateful of anything, doesn't like any gift. So what does she do in this you situation? You didn't finish it. I stopped you. We did finish it. She just was like, I give my mom all these things. What do I do? Because she just gives it all back to me. The mom's obviously horrible. Um, I mean... Well, have you ever given a gift back that you got here? I've never given a wand away. God, um, imagine if that happens. Uh, That'll be the given... most... If Can I say this? If it happens, immediately we have to come back and do another episode of this podcast. Of course. Of You'll course. be the first returning And by the guest. way, we got to get Ryan on the podcast. Uh, Ryan will come. Ryan Khalil. <laughs> Excuse me. You're okay. You're Ryan great. will come back. Oh, Ryan will. Okay. <laughs> Ryan will be here. I will come back. I'm thinking about Meg right now. Meg Ryan. And you're. <laughs> great movie. Have you ever seen uh, Sleepers in Seattle? 
I've never seen Sleepless in Seattle. Can you believe that? Have you ever seen When Harry Met Sally? I love uh, Harry. When Perfect Harry Met movie. Sally. It's such a good movie. Rob Reiner had one up. of the best streaks of films of all time. Uh, Carrie Fisher. Oh my God! So Phenomenal. Uh, yes, in that she was also in Soapish. Oh, I've never seen Soapish. She's also a writer. You know, she was a writer. She's an excellent writer. She did it all. She's pretty incredible. She was in Star Wars. I know. I think I, I got to you. say hello to her, but I never got to. Wow. Whatever. That's incredible. But I was only on set for like one day. Harrison okay. Ford, I got to meet Harrison Ford for a second. I saw Harrison Ford recently. I was working at Warner Brothers and saw him, and he was slighter than I imagined. Oh, interesting. I mean, he's, he's like 100 now. Yeah, he's very old, but he seemed uh, daintier or something that I Oh, interesting, because kind of he plays all these huge macho guys. Right. And he was like kind of a wisp of a man. Oh, don't say that. No, in a good way. Kind of like Tell sleek. me how, in any way, <laughs> it could be good by calling someone a wisp. <laughs> It's in the word wisp of a man. To me, a wisp of a man means could fly away with the gentlest breeze. Bones That's are such so a lovely brittle. poetic thing oh to happen God. to someone. You're absolute. You're if just, Harrison Ford was blown away in a windstorm, we would oh love it. Oh my God. <laughs> you want him to get Mary Poppined away? Yeah, I would love nothing more. You're a mess. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for you. Honestly, I'm embarrassed for Jim Debbie. Jim, Debbie, and Dave? Drew. Drew. Poor Meg is sitting here. Her Meg, mother's you gotta abandoned talk to her. her. You got to talk to her. If she keeps giving you the gifts back, you got to say, listen, I love you and I want to give you something. Is there any, can you give me some more guidance? Because I'm obviously doing this incorrectly. No, what I, would make you happy? What would make me happy? No, what would make their, oh, this Meg. mom's, oh, her Nothing's mom, going to ever make this mom happy. I think you got to ask. What, what, if you the don't only want thing any that makes things, her happy is torturing her daughter. I think she's just got to find, well, you hate gifts. It's hard to talk to you about this shit. Sorry, Deb. But it's like, I think it's a matter of like, what would make you happy? What would make your mom happy? What would make... That's what I would ask. Uh, Ma Meg Sr. happy. What would really, like, I don't want I don't want to get you a gift and get it back anymore. I want to give you something that you like. If you hate gift giving, is there something else I can get you, like a nice meal? Or is it a personal problem with me? And how do I rectify? God, wow. I think that's... Could be. That's really sad. But Yeah, that, uh, Meg wrote in with a sad situation. It's not, uh, not fun to hear uh, mom returning gifts. What you want from a mom is a few tears and uh, you yeah. shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you need. Uh, but this lady is deeply ungrateful. And... I'm sorry, Meg. You deserve better than look that. Look for another mom. No, come on, Bridger. Find another mommy. Bridger, no. It's never too late. Bridger, it but, is too late. She has a mommy. We don't know how old Meg is. You just hate gifts so much you can't. You're blinded with rage. The idea is this. Talk to your mom. See what she really wants. Okay? Just see what she really wants and then talk it through. <laughs> talk it see, through? And then get back. Bridger, give her your social. <laughs> okay, so that's five, two. <laughs> uh, how sensitive are social security numbers? Like, I think that, I think that's probably bad. If you can, if you know someone's uh, mother's maiden name and a social, you could probably do a lot of damage. You think so? I think I at really this point do. there are enough. I could get into your bank account. Probably, I can get into. I can get into a bunch of stuff. I think there are enough firewalls at this point that the social security number. Okay, means... then tell everybody your mom's maiden name. <laughs> tell everybody your mom's maiden name, your social, and see what happens. I, I will say my mom's maiden name, Murdoch. Oh, oh no! It's a good uh, uh, Rupert. Grandpa Rupert. Uh, <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm deeply conservative. Um, no, this is, well, actually, it's salsa with an H, which Rupert has an H. Salsa? Salsa. You said salsa with an H? No, Murdoch with an H. Oh, got it. Shalsa. Um, no, Murdoch, but uh, better Murdochs than the Rupert Murdoch. Uh, what are we talking about? Meg, talk to mommy. That's what it is. That's all that. That's, that's communication all you need to say. is so Meg, important. Talk to mommy. It's so important for every M, relationship. Talk to him. And uh, hopefully, we're not too late. Hopefully, 
they haven't already split up. Yeah, hope not. Uh, Mother-daughter divorce. I don't think that happens as much as you want it to be. I remember there being an ABC uh, TV movie when I was a kid about a kid emancipating himself from his parents. Isn't that what Britney Spears just did? Yeah, it is what she did. She kind of divorced her dad. Uh, but that was a different situation. What music did you listen to coming up? While you're li- while you're playing Ocarina of Time, what were you listening to? Almost, n- I didn't start listening to music until ninth grade. And now I- you listen to cool bands. Then I bought Weezer's Blue album. Oh my god, that album was huge for me. But On I was repeat. a little kid. On repeat. Yeah. Was I that your was first? Three years. No, my first. Dookie was near the first. Oh sure, sure. That's near the same area. Yeah, very. I think Offspring was- smashed for some reason. Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> of course, weird. But Al. I love Stevie Wonder. So like Stevie oh, wow, Wonder. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Stevie Wonder and a lot of folk music. That's what my parents listen to. Right. Michael was- Jackson. I had no music. I was really stumbling in the you dark. T- you think it was a Mormon thing to be kind of push away some of the songs mm, have bad words? That's that's a good question. Yeah. You couldn't listen to curses. My dad listened to a lot of country music. Oh yeah. And my mom, I don't remember. I guess she just listened to the radio. Beach Boys. Oh, I sure. still love the Beach Boys. Okay, good. Uh, pre-garbage. Okay. When they were, you know, one of the Courtney best. Courtney Love's Band? <laughs> Courtney Love's Band, the Beach Boys? The gar- Garbage. Oh, Garbage. No, that's Shirley Manson. Oh, thanks. Uh, Courtney Love is Whole. Thanks. That's perfect. Thank this you. This is a little education for the listener. This is amazing. For someone who didn't know music to I've, I've really had to come around. I yeah, had yeah, to come. Yeah. I, it, it when was, I come around on Dookie. Uh, there you go. Fantastic. <laughs> You know what a real uh, gateway drug for me was that thing you do. That oh, uh, the Colin Hanks film? Yeah, and that song oh, in Tom particular is so good. Is Colin in that? No. Uh, oh, that's a good question. Is he a little boy in it or something? No, come on. Who's the lead of Who's the lead of that? Uh, I think Steve Zahn's in it. And then Sunglasses is played by? I cannot picture. He's great. Uh, they're all really good. He was in that also movie. in a movie where he was like a, a dead boyfriend. A Tom zombie boyfriend. Everett Scott. There you go. What's his name? Jonathan Everett Scott. Tom Everett Thomas, Scott. Thomas, Thomas, Tom, Tom Everett Scott. Okay. Not familiar. Wasn't he in a movie where he was like a dead boyfriend? Like a dead boyfriend? Like a ghost? Or just a body? Am I losing it? Like zombie boyfriend? or So we're awaiting the answer to this oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First thing that comes up is that thing you do. Do you remember the song? That, I mean, that's... That sing was, it. I can't sing it, but I could do the drum sing beat. Sing it. Jim would be so Dead pumped. Man no. on Campus? Dead Man on Campus is correct. Dead Man on Campus. Hey, Bridger, for me, could you sing a little bit of it? I can't sing it. I'll get... Uh, first of all, I can't sing. And second of all, oh, we can't legally. We sing. can't. But we could do the drum beat, right? That feels like a legal thing. Yes, and that could have been it? anything. Yeah, that's great. You're one of the best drum beats. When you do that. Yeah, one of the best drum beats of all time. Oh my god, that movie was amazing. Movie still very amazing. fun movie, classic movie. That's what got you into music. Yeah, that's for real. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it was like the first song that I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then that song is not that far of a jump from Weezer. What are you talking about? 60s, well, I guess that like blue album has a couple, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, that's right. So and that uh, then it was just off there's to a, the races. There's a track on that blue album that um, I use as the title of a movie that I wrote or an outline that I wrote. Let me you try. Know, like I talk about songs. I, that one, I I was like, oh my god, I wrote this thing. And I was like, oh my god, you know it would be perfect for this. And then I thought it was so perfect that I turned it into the title of the film. Let me try to guess. Let's see. Um... Only got to outline phase. Never sold it. Never actually finished writing it. Okay, I'm going to guess. But I loved it. Maybe I will bring it back. uh, In the garage. My name is Jonas. Wow. uh, You could get it if you really thought about it. It's a great title for a movie. My name is Jonas would be a terrible title for a movie. Surfwax America? You're terrible at this. Is it Surfwax America or USA? doesn't matter. You've already Only in Dreams. Yes. Okay. Great title for a movie. No, actually, not a good title for a movie. (laughs) That's why I didn't guess it. It seemed too obvious. It's great. Perfect. What does that tell us about the movie? 
Well, listen, when you hear about the movie, you're going to love it. It's a great movie. <laughs> Rivers Cuomo is going to reach out. You're going to be co-writing with Rivers. Are you serious? You are going to write Only in Dreams, the movie. Oh, my God. All right. I mean, it's it's not about the movie. It's not about the song. Did it end up being, uh, what's the uh, Christopher Nolan movie? Tenet? Uh, there's the one where they're in the dreams. Oh, Inception. Inception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of Only in Dreams. That was the working title for Inception. That's great. Um, we answered the question in a way. Is there another thing? No, we're done. That's it. Right, let me get more of this action in this. I'm using He's the waving wand, the wand around. I'm just making sure I get as much. I mean, I will in. comment on your sweatshirt. You're wearing a ba- uh, Babar oh, sweatshirt. Oh, I just got it's the great. sweatshirt. It's Isn't beautiful. It great? Yes. Are you a Babar fan? Uh, Babar is what we call it in New York. Is that true? Yeah. What do you guys call it, Babar? Well, I'm saying Babar. Can we pop it on the thing? Let's see. I think you're right, but I've always called Babar. It Babar. I think maybe it's a Bronx thing. There's no way it's Babar. <laughs> We're all like New York Jews. Maybe we say it wrong. Before I play this, I just want to say that I always thought it was Babar. Hey, oh, you're kidding. I also used to say Mario and everybody made fun of me. <laughs> Babar. Babar. But that, that's you're just wrong. a random lady's voice. You're wrong. I need you to admit it. I feel like I watched... Esprosius wrongus. Babarius. Babarius incorrectus. <laughs> God, I see why people buy these. These are great. Great feel uh, for this. Okay, great Babar. Feel. That makes absolutely no I sense. I am wearing about This is my first time wearing the sweatshirt. It's Just a great it. sweatshirt. Just got it. I can't believe I refuse to believe I it's I can't Babar. believe it's not butter. Ben, what a time. Did you have what? a good time? We've been on a ride. <laughs> we have been on... It's like we've been camping. Yeah, it's great. An animal intruded twice. Does everybody do it here in the backyard? Uh, yes. Oh, I love I it. I kind of made that demand. Uh, Zoom broke me. And there got I got to a point where it's like zoom only if absolutely necessary. This is great. I love it. Isn't it so much better than? Uh, and I don't have to worry about sickness. This is great. Oh, Although I think I'm I can't get sick for a little bit. You've probably got a, I, they say like a couple months or something. Yeah. So I look do? it up. It's what the holiday do? season. Do you like Disneyland? You should. Disneyland feels pretty safe to me. You need to do something enclosed. Okay, give me an idea. Uh, escape room. Oh sure. With a ton of your best, best friends. friends. Yes. With a ton of my best sick friends. Uh get married. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, like, by the way, a ton of people space. there. Yeah. Keep going. Give me one more. Um, and then you're gonna wanna Yeah, give yourself time to think of it. Really get yeah, going to going. church. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Find a new religion. Okay. And go to church. Great. This sounds Those great. Those are three activities that you can do for the next two months. All right, I love it. And you could do them in you meet somebody uh on in an escape room. Okay. Fall in love, get married. Get married. And then force them into your religion. <laughs> There you go. Which that, is a new religion because I'm going to church. Yes, it's a pretty I new thing this. for you too. I love this. Um, well, thank you so much for being here. Oh, uh, what a pleasure. Can I say, uh, Dave Clock, who's one of the funniest people and also one of the most talented. Excellent artist. He's, I think, one of the best in the universe. So Such a great artist. Uh, I was like, oh, this I got invited to this. And he goes, it's the best podcast. It's my favorite uh, podcast. Oh, it's the so best sweet. podcast. He's the best guy. And I was like, oh my God, I can't what wait. What an absolute and he, and angel that is. you delivered in all of those oh, things. I'm so happy to have had yes. you here. So Dave Clock is on the podcast. There Dave Clock, we, we are He's bringing... amazing. Buy his posters, daveclock.com. Go to his Instagram and follow him. His oh. art is so cool. He has done so many posters for me and I feel like... I'm just getting away with like, he's just being so nice. He's, I think he's going to realize he should be doing like... <laughs> that he's been taken advantage of. Just like the idea of like, he did a Grateful Dead poster and then he does like a Ben Schwartz and Friends <laughs> improv poster. I feel so lucky. Uh, he's the best. And also sincerely so funny. Uh, he's uh, just an angel. He's an angel. And absolutely. We've, and you know there's a song. I can't sing it. Oh. Oh, and it was an after party. Would have been great to sing. Can't yeah, sing you it. could you could sing that song, but we would get sued by Shaggy. Is there anything you want to plug before we're done? I'd love to plug this podcast, okay. listener. If you uh, are listening to this podcast and great. continue listening, 
Tell everyone you know. Okay. And actually, this is a good time to remind people to review the podcast. Does that do anything? That's what I've been told. People say it's very important review for you to review. Or just give it like a five-star review. Give it a five-star review. Okay. I never ask, I don't ask for much on this podcast. I don't know at all. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to plug. Well, that's not true. You ask people to bring gifts for every fucking thing. You're <laughs> I actually, certainly don't. This is the <laughs> maybe maybe Annalise's communication with you is different than this what I'm saying. This is the most I've ever had to do for any podcast. I've done <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of podcasts. I've never had to bring something from my place to make it work. But what an experience for you. <laughs> it's a character building. <laughs> I'm gonna put this away. In a safe place. And Ryan, we're making sure. Oh, do you want to do you want to play with it real quick? Annalise is going to play with Annalise it for, for a good luck for everybody. And knock on wood. <laughs> and then Bridget, you're going to play okay, with it. Okay, I'm going to wait. We're all putting magic into the air. And I'm doing kind of happen. a secret wish in my mind that the wizard show comes true. Okay, it has a great name too. And I'm thinking of the star. Oh, that's great. Of the show. I play the. I'm the lead of it. Uh, until his death, right before production oh, begins. You're not going to take over for. I don't um, think you take over for and me. Now, and here now we I'm going to. I'm going to do it. I'm going to have the same wish. Okay, now I'm placing it back. Place it in here. Bridger just got a beautiful wand. We're giving it back. It's back to him. in its secret compartment. Okay, and now it is. Now the wish is in there. Look at the magic we're trying to do. Yeah, and now we'll pray to Sid. And we're gonna put it on this side. And now, <laughs> Sid knows. Sid, it's wants. out there. And this much is certain: if it doesn't get picked up, there is no Sid. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my faith in Sid years ago. Oh my God. Uh, this has been a delight. You're a wonderful person. For oh, people who listen to the podcast and wonder, is Bridger a kind person? <laughs> this is my first time meeting you, and it, I have had a wonderful time, and you've been very uh, caring and kind. Oh, that makes me so happy. I've had such a good time with you, and I hope the listener has had a good time as well. If they Leave have a had review. a good time with this episode, then I don't know what to tell them. Right. It's time to find this a different type of top podcast. 60. If this isn't a top 60, I don't know what, what we're doing. What if this wasn't even a top 60? Oh, God. This is 61. <laughs> Still, for the for the Ryan story alone. For now that you know that I have the Riddler's cane, that's all you need to know. Wow. You've kind of put a target on your back. There are some Riddler stands out there that are <laughs> well, going to be coming into your... there's many different Riddler canes. I don't have... There's not just one. Well... Who There's knows? a thousand of them, I think. There are a thousand. It has to be. Uh, listener, this is the end of the podcast. Oh, yeah. I want to hear your send-off. What do you say at the end? Oh, thank you for having me, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Yes. Roger, can I hear you sign it off? The listener uh, is now learning it's the end of the podcast. So I, we're going to walk them through uh, the, the, the experience that they're going to be do feeling. It, do it. Do it. I want to hear it. The show's going to end. Don't listen. Just do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I have to kind of look away from you. We have to turn back to the sky. Here listener, goes. It's going to end like it starts. I'm looking at the sky... This is the end of the podcast. Uh, you've seen this coming for a while now because we've been kind of circling it for the I past five if he does minutes. This every time. I've been giving you hints and uh, trying to get the message through so you would be ready for the end of the show. Does he do this every time? Uh, and so now you're ready to move on with your day. Okay. Uh, but you've probably, the emotions you've felt uh, have probably completely drained you. And if you're just yeah, about to start tired. work, to sleep. you're going to be a bad employee today. I fell asleep at the wheel, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, you've got to stop listening to the podcast, podcast, return return next week. week. (laughs) Uh, And I'm going to say goodbye now. I love you. Bye-bye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by John Bradley. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kottner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? Mm-hmm.
myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!